Hello and welcome to the Anate Podcast, the seasonal preview winter 2024 episode. I'm your host, Hybrid Mick. In the room tonight, we have Requiem. Hello. Uh, Wright Zeno. Wright Zeno, yes. Hello. Zen or Zen? Zen. It's oh, a... shit. I've been saying yeah. it wrong for like four years. Uh, it's okay, so is Rick. And this is the time I'm supposed to learn. Okay, good. I keep trying. <laughs> And failing. Failing horribly. Uh, a pizza? Yeah, I like to think Re- right Zeno repeats his name because he's a Pokemon rather than having to correct our hosts. Can you just yeah, I was right going to say. And now you may say it. Gugsy, what were you going to say? Gugsy, Gugsy. Gugsy, Gugsy. Mm-hmm. Gugsy, I choose you. Gugsy. Ew. Gugsy. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Like, what would Gugsy's attacks be? Would, like, throw alcohol? Frustration. What does a shiny Gugsy look like? Belch. <laughs> Belch. It's the same as lit. a normal Gugsy, but he lost his belt. <laughs> Outrage. It's Gugsy, but he has a tie on his head. Yawn. And confuse Ray. Very tight. Yeah. All right, let's get into the new <laughs> episodes, the new shows coming out. Screw this last season. Time for the new stuff. Actually, this last season was pretty good. What do you guys think about this last season? It's really, really good. I thought it was pretty good. It had two absolute standout shows and then a lot of okay stuff. Well, now I get, need to know what your two choices are. Oh, yeah, it's probably a free run and Apothecary Four. Diaries. That is it. That is the two. Yes. Well, See? I know, Wreck. I mean, I've heard a lot of people talking about that. I might put on my watch list. You really should, you should watch, watch it. Just watch it. Yeah. yeah. There's too much that's and then I started to stop Pilgrim because Dr. Kev was saying like you go to watch it and it's pretty good, but it's not like amazing. I don't know, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's no Apothecary Diaries. Go watch Apothecary Diaries. I made a mistake. I'll put it on my list. Actually it might already be on my list. Anyways, good season. Uh, a lot of sequels, and we got more sequels than probably Isekai's. I have not really looked ahead, so I'm excited to read a lot of titles horribly and to learn with all of you. Let's start in alphabetical order. We start with the numbers. <coughs> there we go. <coughs> 30 Sai. Yes, that Mad- was the title. Excuse me. <laughs> 30 Sai. Made dote da tu maho sukai ni naredu rashi. And as I said, these are English titles. What the hell is this in English before I read the description? So, Squeenix has published the manga as Cherry Magic, 30 Years of Virginity Can Make You a Wizard. <laughs> Question mark, yeah, point. That is like so that. good. What is That's that? This is an old uh, meme on, I, I believe it started on 2chan. Um, if you make it to 30 and are still a virgin, you job change to wizard. Excellent. So this is based on a meme from 2chan. Yes. Um, oh, it's an extremely pervasive meme because um, a lot of people nowadays make it to 30 and stay virgins. Or 40 Ooh, or 50. Rough. Their whole life, you never know. Um, 40 makes you a sage instead. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, nobody's 
uh, whatever job you changed to at 50 has not gone nearly as mimetic or viral. Oh, man. Don't your balls just explode? Oh, man, you, you got ways um, to No, Abe, Shinzo Abe actually rises from his grave and attacks you. Oh, man. You don't get to live for another decade beyond that. He kills you. Doesn't that happen in Stardew Valley as well? Ah. Was, it, was it Shinzo Abe or Abe no Seime? What makes you think they're different? Ah, that's a good point. All right, we got like 40 shows. Let's read a description. Adachi, yeah, a 30-year-old virgin, has developed the power to read people's minds by touching them. After a brush with his very handsome colleague, Adachi Ooh. realizes that the guy has a raging crush on none other than Adachi himself. Oh, so this is a boy's love thing. Yes. Didn't know that part. There you go. Are we all on a watch? Put on our watch list? You oh, yeah, definitely. I, 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 God, I love boy's love. No. If I haven't been keeping up with stuff this season, I am not going to keep up with something this meme and not really directed towards my tastes as well. Plus, right. looking down the list, there's plenty of other much better shows. There's so many shows. From the looks of it. Why are there so many shows? Because they want money. Need the advertising. Yeah. We should move on, I guess. None of us are really interested. If you're interested in boys' love based on a meme from 2chan, then there you go. 30 sides, just remember that part. Uh, this next one has an even more fun romanji, but I'm going to read the English title. Seventh Time Loop, colon. The villainess enjoys a carefree life married to her worst enemy. And the description reads, uh, Riche uh, Imgard Weitzner, a duke's daughter, has a secret. She died at the age of 20 and returned to the moment of five years prior when her engagement was called off. She has already experienced this time loop six times and lived out those five years a different way each time. As a merchant, a doctor, a maid, a knight, and more. Well, I mean, there's like one left. Now, on her seventh go-around, she's determined to live a ripe old age and spend it relaxing. But the moment she flees the castle with the decision in her heart, she runs into the infamously cruel crown prince of a rival kingdom, Arnold Hein. He happens to be the one who killed her during her life as a knight, but now he seems to have taken a bizarre liking to her and begs her to become his wife. Thus, in order to stay alive and prevent a war, Riche uh, utilizes her previous experiences to kick off her seventh life as the bride of an enemy nation's crown prince. It's funny, after all that stink you made about being bad at pronouncing Japanese titles, it turns out the Germanic name is even worse for you. Yeah, Jesus. Yay! <laughs> German was brutal. Yeah, I'm bad at everything. Yeah, I've, I I had a question for you, Hybrid. I, I'm I, in terms of the the title, why did you pronounce the colon but not the exclamation point? Colons are cool. Ah, okay. Right. First enemy. Is that why you get a colonoscopy all, like yearly or something? I got one uh, like four months ago. Actually, how'd you know? Yeah, that's just health, man. Yeah, because I'm psychic. You gotta do it when you're a virgin yep. of forty. You gotta. Oh wait. No, you guys. Has, <laughs> has anybody heard of Hornets before? The this studio. I'm I'm not familiar with that studio. Nah, studio uh, that seems familiar. We can click it. into it. Uh, Hornets did Skeleton Knight. Oh, I like that. Okay. I've oh yeah. And though. um, Somali Somali Tomori no Kamisama. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh okay. That oh, was like really that one. pretty great. Yeah. That one was really good. Okay. It's an interesting twist on the whole. I thought this was going to be an Atome game, Isekai, but it's not. It's just. No, it flirts with, it um, flirts with the many of the just, same. Uh, it flirts with many of the same tropes, from what I remember, right? All right, Zeno? It's a subgenre of the villainous subgenre. Um, there's a lot of the uh, 
villainous eats shit at the end of, you know, whatever happens to her and then wakes back up before all the bad shit happened and tries again. Um, a lot of them have them trying many, many times hmm. before something goes right on however many. There's one where she's like, this is already loop 100. Uh also, now that I'm doing the math, isn't she like mentally f- like 55 or something like that? Shh, shh, <laughs> shut up! Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Don't think about it so much. That's 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 the same kind of math that gets you thinking about how old Rudy is. Shut up! <laughs> that show isn't up. No, you're talking about. <laughs> I'm gonna be tired. I'm kind of tired of time loop and multiverse stories, but. I mean, anime doesn't do it as much, so what the hell? Endless ate the anime. Let's let's go. Yeah. Though, um, what? I don't really remember what this distinguishes this series from, like, many of the others in its subgenre, besides the fact that the main character can basically kind of avatar her way into, like, her previous experiences and then solve a solution. Like, I think that was the main gimmick of the series, but other than that, I don't really remember the relationships. being very memorable. I feel like that that one really stupid comedy where the dude had been possessed by like thousands of different ghosts and had learned everything each of them knew was probably a better take on the concept. Mm. As or dumb just, as it was. Or you could just watch Avatar The Last Day Bender again. No, thank you. <laughs> I think Summertime Rendering... Considering I never watched standard. it the first time. I think Summertime mm. Rendering set a new standard for this type of show, so uh, hopefully it does it more interestingly than some of the other shows. I doubt it. Well, I you'd have to first I'd watch to put my Summertime money Rendering, <laughs> since it's yeah. like Amazon locked as well. Well, it's on Disney Plus, isn't it? Disney, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's on Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. Very country could be on Hulu as well. Let's move yeah. on. Next show is A Sign of Affection by Ajit. Ajado Studio. I don't know what. <clears throat> With these hands, I want to tell you that I love you. Yuki, Aww. a deaf college student, is struggling one day when an upperclassman from her school, Itsuomi, helps her out. Itsuomi isn't put off at all by her lack of hearing and interacts with her naturally. As he gradually opens up a new world to her, Yuki begins to develop feelings for Itsuomi. Thus begins a pure love story of Yuki, a deaf college girl, and Itsuomi, her upperclassman who travels the world with her. I mean, this sounds nice. Oh, this is cute. Uh, this this studio, you, you're gonna love this too. Uh, Bookworm, Kakushigoto. Hmm. Uh, how not to summon a demon lord? Okay, this is all quality. Uh, Izetta. Yeah, well, except for that mm, one. I don't know. Just <laughs> some of the some of those like animes weren't really animated well, though. I think they were directed well. Izetta like, was at least for the first half. I thought Zeta was do- mostly done by A1, though. Yeah, I think they're not the main studio on any of these. Yeah, yeah, I think oh, Zeta was uh, A1. Kimono Jihen as well. Oh, that was a great show. Hmm. I'd be super interested to see, or well, maybe it's just me, but if they don't give the girl like your your typical internal monologue, hmm. sort of. But I guess that w- wouldn't really work. I don't know. I, I was mean, trying to figure out like how it, how they would do the death part to. of it. Yeah, I, mean, I guess they're probably just going to subtitle the sign language, don't you think? That's yeah, probably. Well, like that's what they did with uh, a silent voice. I mean, that's what I'm most looking forward to is like have like 
you know, she has to communicate, you know, so it's going to make it a little bit more interesting. They did not subtitle the, the sign language with um, Ranking of Kings. They just kind of like had the characters they were talking to be like, like oh, and like yeah. react to what they were saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like or, the may, or maybe they. Oh, they voice her internal monologue, but not actually what she says. Yeah. Or at least signs. That'd be, that'd be interesting. I'll just do the old trick where she signs something and then someone goes, oh, you want to go over there? You know, like. Yeah, I was going to say, like, there's a lot of interesting ways to do it. I'm not sure they're going to do any of the interesting ways. It still sounds <laughs> fun, you know, kind of cute. I might watch it. It looks pretty good. The, the character art looks pretty good, too. It seems like they've put a little bit of time into it. And it's college, not high it, school, it which looks, I really appreciate. Oh, I love it. It looks very yeah. Otome game, though. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, I'm all right. It good. says it's a manga, though, so at least it's not an actual Otome game. And there's actually female characters in this, uh, um, I guess, preview image. So beyond her. Boys. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Maybe. Could be maybe good. for me. So, man. I don't know. Exorcist is coming back. I don't yes. remember what happened. Uh, there was some demons and this dude gets blue fire. But Yeah, uh, and they fought a giant demon. Like, like, time to rewatch it. They fought oh, a giant hey. demon, like, fungus. Shot spores and shit. I loved it. I love Blue Exorcist. Give me more. I can't I believe we're getting season three. Can't believe it. I liked it, but like, who's Studio Volm? Did they? They didn't do the other seasons, right? No, I don't think so. I remember who did the other seasons, but <clears throat> uh, they did Volm? Back Arrow. Oh, that's unfortunate. Very good. Okay. Uh, they also did Karakuri Circus. Oh, that was all right. And Ushio Totora. Oh, okay, okay. These guys are on my good side then. I love Ushio and Tora. They've also... Uh, they were active from 2015 up till 2018. Then they disappeared until 2021, and now they're coming back for 2024. Like, there's two suspicious three-year gaps in their resume. Well, one of them coincides with the pandemic, so that might have been part of it. <laughs> but hey, like... <laughs> It was interesting though. You said Karakuri Circus and Ushio and Tora both have kind of like a retro style to their anime, their animation. Like they 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 kind of draw it in like a very mm-hmm. more late '90s kind of way. So I I don't know how well that would work for Blue Exorcist, but the key art here looks a lot like the original series. So I yeah, it still looks fine. Yeah. Yeah. God, I love that show though. So I'm very excited. All right. Well, then we probably know what you're getting there. Two sequels in a row I'm extremely looking forward to. The Ooh. next one is Banished from the Heroes Party. I decided to live a quiet life in the countryside season two. Um, I won't even read the description. You can just talk about it. That's a great show. It is. Um, Red and Lit is one of the best uh, fantasy romance series out there. Their relationship is just chef kiss. Mm-hmm. I mean, who doesn't want to retire from adventuring, run an apothecary with your giant boobed uh, former adventurer girlfriend? You know, I actually I really liked his relationship with his sister though too. I thought that was a really well handled. Yeah, that's story that's line. the thing is you would expect that this would kind of be um, like some fantasy schlock, given that there's a lot of the video game mechanic stuff in there, but they actually handle it in a really interesting way that very few other series have bothered to examine. It takes that whole... It takes all of those mechanics and 
really gets down into what would actually happen what not just what is it what do you get out of it but what what are the inherent problems with it and how do you get around them what happens in a world where those exist yeah the whole thing about like how you had like a, a gift or skill given to you at birth and it kind of like determined a lot about what you were supposed or expected to do was really interesting. I thought that was really one of the smartest takes on that I'd ever seen. So I'm really excited to see and more of this. It, having read forward in it, uh, it only gets better on that. So, yeah, I know I, for, I for one fell off of this pretty quickly because I felt like it was going to be very samey and the, Oh, the, here comes the main girl with huge boobs that the camera is just going to constantly pander to. And so the way you guys are talking about this actually makes me like want to reconsider going back into the show. No, yeah, so, you should really watch it. Give it a second chance. It has yeah. hidden depths, I would say. It did look like that at first. It was just like, oh, he's going to like hang around and with his you know, giant boob girlfriend, and it'll just be like a slice yeah, life yeah. show. But it actually had a lot more to it than that. So, right, because I was going to say <laughs> hidden depths beyond her bosom. But, uh, but she's a great character. She's she's okay. she, she is she's adorable. But she and can he's also a great character. Ass. He's also a great character. Um, yeah. His sister's a great character. I really like her. Oh, yeah. His, his sister's great. His, his sister's, sister's best a hero, friend is right? also hilarious. Yes. His sister's the hero, right? But she doesn't want to be. And I think that's part of one of the main conflicts of the show. Mm. And they handle it in a really intelligent way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, best spider. <laughs> Whoa, watch out. Reincarnated as a spider might be angry with you. Top 10 spiders, go. Uh, no, I, I think she would also <laughs> squee spider. at... She, she would also squee at him. Let's see. Shelob. Um, I don't know any other spiders. I don't. It's, so it's a spider. Mm-hmm. Right? Spider, Technically. Uh, Spider-Verse is an anime, right? I mean, kind of. Get out. Um, no. I don't even want to discuss it. Get out. <laughs> I, that was not serious. All right, I next. have no strong opinion one way or the other. Just get out. I have no opinions on this whatsoever. Oh man, I just saw one I'm excited for, but we're not there yet. Instead, we're going to talk about Chain Soldier from Seven Arcs. Uh, let's see. Wait, wait I thought you, you're skipping like three Hold shows. Up. You skipped Hold like on. three shows. Oh, I yeah, scrolled down. Line. Hey, I scrolled down. Calm down, all right? It's okay. Next up instead is actually bottom tier character Tomozaki, second stage, the second season of, well, I'm just going to say this Jaku Chara Tomozaki Kun. It's like if you skipped that show, Luigi would have flipped out. I scrolled. Whatever. It happens. <laughs> Talk about the thing. Uh, what do you guys think? They didn't give me any more than this. I didn't watch the first season. Anyone watch uh, it? It's actually really good. Um, it's a slice of life rom com. Think Snafu, where instead of a cynic, or, or rather, the, the flavor of cynic that the main character is, is a uh, Smash gamer. What is that? He's a Smash gamer. Uh, no, like Smash, Smash Brothers. Oh, Smash Brothers. Oh, Oops. that kind of okay. Yeah, like literally the the game that they're all playing is a total knockoff of Smash Brothers, and like some of the names that they've chosen for the the knockoff characters are actually kind of clever. Um, the substitute for Sheik is actually a a male ninja named Found, which Haido Ando Sheik versus Lost and Found. Oh, that's clever. It's huh, great. That's funny. And then I Fox is just humor. foxy and looks identical. And it's now like, that's you had one. one. What happened to the other one? No, that's the good one right Should've there. Should have called him Furry Boots instead. Mm-hmm. That would have been hilarious. Just put Crystal in there. Anyways, this I is really, really good. 
I, I, well, this has nothing to do with the actual anime itself, but I do love that. Un, and I know, again, I know this is unintentional completely, but I love that the, this preview image on, on anime chart that we're, we're using that Tomozaki is not actually in the image. He's in the part that's at the bottom that's covered up. That's pretty funny. Well, if you click on the like, click into the link. If you actually click on face. it, yes. But it, but in Anichart, he's just completely covered up, and all the other characters. Well, that's are. because he's the one taking the picture. It's his phone, and he can't figure yes. out how to flip the camera around. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's, this is a super uh, cute well rom com. Selfie culture. Yeah, this is a super cute rom com where like the the main dude is le- actually learning about dating, and is yeah. And just how how to you know be a a member of society and not a complete outcast but like the person who's teaching him also kind of had to teach herself and is teaching him through the medium of this game which is pretty much the only thing he understands because he's totally obsessed with it and in doing so she's uh she she's making him engage with things where he had previously just dismissed everything that had to do with it he Mm. was fully on his way to being a, a despicable incel had she not run into him. Okay. Remember when we said one sentence for sequel? Alright, let's move on. Next, <laughs> next show. You knew that wasn't going to happen. Oh, I try so hard. Next show, oh my god, MAPPA is still working. Bo- and it's an original. Buchigiri! I don't know how to pronounce that. It's a question mark, but it's excited. The story of Buchigiri... That's even more explanation. They added an exclamation point in the description. Spurya <laughs> Buchigiri follows Aladdin, our Mardian, Tomo Bishi, a young man who becomes embroiled in a battle to see who is the strongest after he reunites with his former best friend, Matakara Asamine. Uh, meanwhile, the shadow of a giant genie looms over them? Yep, I'm in. Let's go. We got I mean, genies. this sounds um, neat. Yeah, I, I actually, this is one I can actually jump in because for some reason, I don't know why, how this happened, but for some reason I saw kind of the preview video of this and it looks, it's, there's, they're all in like this really shithole high school and they're just like, it's just like different, different dudes battling each other in this high school for like supremacy. It looks, oh, yes. it looks pretty Yes, yeah. Tenjo Tenge is back. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. Or air um, gear you know without what? the rollerblades. You know what's really funny about this? Battle Girl High this School. This is the only show that Mappa is working on this season. Good. I'm take a break. Good. Maybe those guys can go home like one day a week now. No. Yeah. Take your sleeping bags home, guys. Yeah. In in, in the in the preview video, there was like ten different named dudes, and they're all just like super different, like tough versions, and just like oh, we're gonna like fucking battle over everything. And I guess the premise is that this dude like. The main dude in this preview image is going to be like somehow the strongest for some reason. It it looks he has like the it's, genie. Yeah, he has the genie. It looks like. Oh no! Actually, <laughs> actually, I just remembered this. I think the whole premise is that he he wants to lose his virginity or something. Another one. What? He, he he wants to lose his virginity, but the whole, like everyone else in the school is like battling. I it was it was a. Maybe, when I when I when we were done with this, I will link the uh, preview video so you can see it. It was bonkers. I'm even okay. more in now. But uh, this I, this, by the way, is the perfect kind of synopsis, right? Just enough to make you slightly interested, but not enough to give away everything. And the show doesn't even know what it is with all the question marks and exclamation points. Mm-hmm. Bushigiri. Oh, 
I will pretty much watch almost anything Mappa puts out. Um, so they have yeah, a pretty good track record, yeah, especially lately. I, I mean, especially given the circumstances they've been under, it's pretty amazing. That, that's enough out of that one, and we're all looking forward to that one. This next one, do we even have to really talk about it? We have another season of Card Fight Vanguard D. Nope. All right. We just have to mention that Hawkins is probably going to be happy. <laughs> yeah, Hawkins is going to love it. Okay, sorry for the disrespect, but you know. <laughs> now we're back to where I left off. Uh, uh, the Chain Soldier show I was mentioning earlier. Yeah, Chain uh, Soldier. Okay, you familiar? Uh, it is. It is glorious, unbridled trash, and I am here for it. Well, yeah. why don't you read the description and we can get oh, into it. Oh, thank oh, you. Oh, is that what this is? Oh, shit. Yep. Yep. Yes, that's this one. Yep. You know exactly what it is. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, We're trying to figure out if those are boobs in the top left or if that's the shoulder yes. or something. Yes, yes. It's, it's, it's the mean, answer is always yes. You, you got me. Oh, no. <clears throat> Anyways, description reads, Demon-filled dimension known as Mato has opened to threaten humanity, and a type of <laughs> peach tree that grows there yields fruit that confers special powers to those who eat it, giving humanity a fighting chance. But this only works for women. As such, as protectors of humanity, women rise in social status while men are relegated to second-class citizens, scraping for basic occupation and acknowledgement and semen. Q Yuki Wakakura <laughs> Wait, Wakura, a domestically crafty and laborious high school senior whose older sister was taken during a Mato event five five years before while lamenting the hardships of the life ahead of him. An event opens before him. And lamenting? While... You're yeah. Lamenting? Yeah. Lamenting, indeed. Uh, and while being rescued from demons by Captain Kyoka of the Anti-Demon Corps, she confers his powers as her slave and turns him into a mighty beast mount that mows down the demons. However, there's a surprising price to pay for being her slave, and it's not him who has to pay it. Yeah, she has to kiss him. I'll just give that no. away. Yeah. Oh my god. How to kiss. There's, there's more to it than that. It's it's actually quite funny. Um, what, what happens here is that the harder they work him, uh, the more they have to reward him afterward, oh, and it turns god. out it's not just her that can use it this way. Yep. Huh. It's exactly so what you he, think it is. He gets passed around like the town bicycle, and uh, yeah. It's great. I can't wait for this. This is the trashiest shit. It's amazing. Shit. I can't believe this got an anime. What the hell? Yeah, but the other thing I wanted to mention is, I believe this series was made by the guy who made Agami Got Kill. So take that as you will. The manga? Well, I mean, he yeah. can draw yeah. the hell out of you know female characters at the very least, so yeah. I'll take it. Well, he can also make mo- very good monster designs as well. Mm-hmm. Kill was really good about halfway through, and then it fell apart into complete shit. But <laughs> I've seen I was this, I this manga out- was brought to my attention because I am the Lord of all trash. So when I glanced at it, I was like, "Oh my god, I can't wait to see this show." I'm I'm current on the manga; it's amazing. Um, I also want to point out that he also wrote Yuki Yuna as a hero. Mm-hmm. Oh Jesus! Everyone's gonna die. Wild. Yes. Everyone's going to die or they're all going to end up in like wheelchairs with, with, with no eyes. I mean, if they put Nier music in it, I might be in. The the composer from Nier. Maybe. You never know. Probably not, though. All right. Well, that sounds like if you like trash, this might be the one to watch. Question where, where are my trash, where are my trash guys at? Like... Trash gang, rise up. Over all right. Here. Well, we got, a, we got another sequel coming up here. Classroom of the Elite Season 3. I know a couple people that like the show. I have yep. never seen it. Oh, it's great. My wife will be very excited to hear there's a season three. Nice. 
This is one of the anime I have to watch with her. Do you like it at all? Yeah, actually, I do. It's very, it's very silly. It it takes itself very seriously, which just makes it even more amusing. It's yeah, it's it's one of those. Your mileage may vary depending on how how much you will take like the the anime and story itself bending over backwards to show how uh, incredibly smart the main guy is. And it's like, oh, we gave you absolutely no context clues or or anything else, but he figured it out completely off screen, and now here's here's how he did it. Sounds annoying, but. They do it nah, right. it, work, it like, works in context. Like I, like I said, it, it, your mileage may vary. Mm. Okay. I think it's really fun. Is it it's, fun anime? It can be fun. Uh, no, but yeah, it's, just, it's, I don't know. If you're above a particular persuasion, it, it's a really fun, st- stupid idea for a show, but it really works. I just love that the guy's basically a functional sociopath. And also is like the principal son or something. I don't remember what. what no, that no, no. He's not the was. principal son. He's like the son. When you say he... it's it's complicated. I can't even go into it. We don't have time. Okay, when I don't you remember. Say he's a functional sociopath. Are we talking like Aldo Zero? No, no. I'm talking more like Sherlock. Ah, uh, But like even mm-hmm. more extreme. Like the man. Like he he's literally incapable of empathy. So he's he's acting like the standard protagonist uh, of a high school anime right where he's always helping people but it's always for ulterior motives and like he's always just moving everybody around on the board everybody dances to his tune it's very fun all right uh, season oh shit of the elite and probably my most anticipated show even though i haven't looked at the whole season but <laughs> i've been hearing about this for a while and i'm a huge trigger fan delicious in dungeon yes dungeon yes. Misty. Yeah. When young adventurer Laios and his company are attacked and soundly thrashed by a dragon deep in a dungeon, the party loses all its money and provisions and a member. They're eager to go back and save her, but there is just one problem, colon. If they set out with no food or coin to speak of, they're sure to starve on the way. But Laios comes up with a brilliant idea. Let's eat the monsters, slimes, basilisks, and even dragons. None are safe from the appetites of these dungeon-crawling gourmands. Uh, yes, I, I'm really. Excited. I've been hearing about this manga for like years. Yes, so I'm very yeah. interested to see how it is. And it of course, is. It's, it's fucking trigger too. So, as I it recall, is. that that description's kind of a lie. That wasn't Lyos's idea. No. What to eat the monsters? No. Re- yeah. No, it was. Was it? Because I'm pretty sure that they he wouldn't have even thought of it if not for the fact that Sensei was already doing that. Mm, no, he's no. He definitely initially thought of see, thought of eating the monsters as provi- using the monsters as provisions. Okay, it's been a while since I've read it. Yeah, he was like, "We got to go in fast, or else we're gonna lose our chance to like save um his sister, who was the party member who got lost." All right, we can stop spoiling things. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It literally happens in the first chapter. I don't, I don't give a shit. I'm not <laughs> I'll skip the first episode. You can just tell me what happens. How about that? Whatever. It's, I mean, it's half of these hype, right? do that anyway. Yeah, we're all excited for this one. I've heard nothing but hype about this manga for years, so let's go. And let's... you should. And then, like, even if it wasn't Trigger, this would be probably one of the hype mangas of the season. And then yeah. Trigger came along and went, yeah, we're doing this one. Yeah, maybe being Trigger makes it, like, ten times more hype. They usually mm-hmm. lean towards original stuff. I'm, I was surprised when I saw they were doing an adaptation, but... 
seems pretty awesome. So, well, the thing about uh, Dungeon uh, Delicious and Dungeon is that it's basically a D and D a D and D story, and it's done super well. And I think Trigger uh-huh. tends to like these usually Western type properties or things that kind of go against the general mold of the anime fandom. Well, and stuff that isn't super moy stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Trigger's probably not going to make an Atome game you know, Isekai anytime soon. Yeah. Although it would probably be really good. It'd also be probably super subversive. Yeah, can like, I mean, imagine... Uh, wait, they are technically... Well, actually, Trigger didn't make uh, Penny and Stocking. That was Gainax, but a lot of the same staff same made... Team, the same director bought the rights from Gainax, so... Yeah, it's it's, right now. it's yeah. a lot of the same people, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, technically that would be the magical girl series. What'd you say, Gugsy? I was just gonna say anything animated by Trigger, I'm a fan. So I'm 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 an absolute Trigger stan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I expect this to be like probably the most popular show of the season. I'd be surprised if it wasn't. For the anime elitists or for the normies? I think Blue Exorcist might not be more popular, to be honest. Oh, no, no, in Anate, the, the absolute leap of, of, of Weebery. The peak of anime opinions, Anate. Yeah, yeah I we, think... we are the, the kings of anime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really hope the Delicious in Dungeon hits the mainstream because it is. Ve- I think it's very, its tendencies are very geared towards like a Western audience. And it's just. Really good in general um, as well. I have I have bad news for you. It's on Netflix. Mm. Oh, what? Seriously? Netflix yeah. Takes up though. Ooh. Anyways, we're gonna move on to the next one. We're all excited for Delicious in Dungeon. Yeah. But the next one, <clears throat> the delusional monthly magazine from OLM. Uh, the Be- story before you go into the description, I just want to I just want to say, take, please take a note of the names of the places in this in this description. It's great. Okay. The story takes place in the town of Most City in a certain (laughs) country. (laughs) On the second floor of an old building is a publishing company that puts out a periodical called Delusional Monthly Magazine, a science magazine featuring articles about shocking, bizarre events and inexplicable phenomena that make even scientists throw up their hands in defeat. Its staff consists only of a beautiful editor-in-chief and her one editor, Taro J. Suzuki. Why don't they say her name? Who are joined by a grade school grade school aged assistant, Jiro Tanaka, and his dog, Saburu. Uh, the editorial department is always empty, and Taro, Jiro, and Saburu are usually hanging out in Rock, a coffee shop in on the first floor. Uh, one day, a scientist, Goro... Uh, Goro Sato visits them for a consultation, and therein lies the beginning of an outlandish new story. Okay. I want to point out that all of the the first names of these characters are literally like top five most common Japanese first names. Makes it relatable. It, they they absolutely did not get creative in any way, shape, or form with any of these people. Like Jiro Tanaka is basically fucking John Doe or John Smith, really. You you can't say it doesn't go pretty well with most city. Most city. Yeah. Let's all go down to Rock and have some coffee. <laughs> no, what I love is like I guess that's the editor. I wouldn't trust Rock it, with coffee. Let's be real. <laughs> is she wearing a flower hat or does she have her hair in a flower pattern? Either way, it's fucking awesome. It looks like it's in a flower pattern, but still, that's just that's just drip. That's outstanding. And a character named Drip. Hopefully, yeah. This looks. 
Like it could go either way. It could be really stupid or it could be really great or it could be really greatly stupid. I will wait for reviews. I have no idea. Yeah, we also don't have any genres to go off of this. Yeah, I noticed that there's no tags on it. At all. The, the names make me think it might be a comedy, but maybe. Oh, it's, yeah, it's definitely set up as a comedy. Yeah, but also we'll add our own title, uh, own tag. It's a mystery. Yes. Because we know be. nothing about it. All right, we can probably move on then. Yep. <clears throat> Where are we going? Oh, let's see. Dr. Elise, the royal lady with the lamp, uh, making up for her sins in a past life as the evil princess Elise. Aoi Takamoto dedicates her life to saving people as a doctor, but a fatal accident cuts her atonement short, and suddenly she's back to her previous life, ten years before her death. Will her foresight and medical brilliance help her change her past ways and heal an ailing empire, or is fate or is fate doomed to repeat itself? So, do we think we're getting more villainous stuff than isekai stuff these days? There's a lot of there's like four different genres in there. A lot of reincarnated villains. I've not seen someone get reincarnated and then take that back to the previous life. That's mm-hmm. a new combo. That's something, I guess. Mm. Yeah, we're we're uh, we're mixing stuff here now. We got villainous and isekai and reincarnation and Super. you know med- medical we um, medical ones. There's a lot of stuff I want to point here. out. I want to point out this studio also did a playthrough of an old man VR MMO. Oh. Uh, That's all right. Uh, in the land of Leodale. which is also okay. Uh, the fucking slime research kid. Oh God! Mm-hmm. And uh, if it's for my daughter, I'd, I'd even take out the Demon King. Woo! Okay. Uh, I, I I think I I think. We're seeing the peak of this genre. We're already seeing in the current scene uh, season with Tear Moon. So this just seems like a worse version of that to me. I guess but she's a doctor now, so it's different, right? But Tear Moon, Tear Moon has the advantage of that she's inadvertently helping herself through her own selfishness, which this one just seems and to be like, oh, she's pure, like she's pure and and doing it, which is not a. We just need to fast forward to to the end of the trope where. We get a villain as reincarnated as a vending machine. Yeah. Finally. Of course, that's what we needed. That's what I need. Should we keep going here? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Let's keep going. So we're going to do both titles because I want to read the Japanese one. Uh, Fluffy Paradise, a.k.a. Isekai de Mofu Mofu Nare Nare Surutame Ni Ganbatsu. Damn it. Ganbate Matsu. Good enough. Yeah, Fluffy Paradise. Yeah, Fluffy Paradise. Yep. Look forward that, to it. That is uh, actually pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. You you wouldn't think so, but it really is. Go ahead. Then you have the word isekai in it. Uh, dead of overwork at age twenty seven. I'm already. Yes. Uh, I mean, Midori barely had time to lament having to die. What? Barely had time to lament having to die that way when a god appeared before her and said, you will reincarnate in another world and tell me whether you think humans deserve to continue existing there. In return, I will grant you a special power. Then Miri, hoping to relieve the exhaustion of the harsh life she'd lived, found herself asking to cuddle cute fluffy animals. Thus, Miri reincarnated in her new world as a young girl named Nefertima with the power that causes her to be loved by all living things other than humans. That includes not only animals, but holy beasts like white tigers and dragons, 
and even monsters like goblins and frozen spiders. But there was also a cruel fate awaiting her. Nefertima is determined to do her best to coexist with humans and all living creatures in her new life of petting and patting cute animals. Is By the way, like... can we discuss the voice you did for the god? I was going to ask, do you like can that? not? No. <laughs> never do that again? Yeah, please don't perfect. do that again. On point. What? All right, whatever. I mean, that's probably what God sounds like. So. Hey, guys, you want something? No. <laughs> no. Welcome to heaven. We are- <laughs> Have a good time. All right, now we're going clown. Go ahead. What do you think of this? This is the studio responsible for Kuma 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 Bear. Okay, I'm in. Oh, I'm so I'm so in. That's the perfect studio for a show about Fluffy. Mm-hmm. Is this a slice of life type show? I mean, probably, right? I like it. And also, I'm quitting heroing. Okay. I mean, who doesn't like a nice, cute live show about petting fantasy fluffy animals? I can't. It just it sounds like one of those good palate cleanser shows you watch after something that's heavy. Yeah. Maybe, like, you watch an episode of Jujutsu Kaisen where one more person gets their head fucking exploded. So you need some fluffy. I mean, there were rabbits. I've read a little bit of the novel. It, from what I remember, there was a whole lot of nothing happening. It it was really just fluffing. That's that's all you need, you know. Right. Sometimes that's just what you're looking for. Aren't you guys looking for this? Nah. No. I think I'm good. (laughs) Moving on. High card season two. I didn't watch season one. Is this any good, anybody? I didn't watch it either. Me neither. I didn't watch it either. Okay. And they don't bother about it. it I'm assuming I'm assuming Gugsy didn't watch it. I watched I watched the first episode. The only thing I can really remember is that the original high card and the reason probably why none of us know anything about this is that the the season one was based off of an original, so this is also an original. It looks like maybe the dude gets a suit of armor, is that what this is? Or he's driving uh, a mech. This is like a it, it was like a like a I don't know how to really describe it. It, it was like a heist sort of it, thing. I don't know. Well, it looks it like a mech. Looks like the original. I'm looking up the the description of the original. It sounds like it's a combination of Cardcaptor Sakura and JoJo. Oh Jesus! That, that there's a show I want to watch. Right? Sort of, but like not. It, it it didn't Not really... Not nearly as good as either. Right, yeah. <laughs> Imagine if Sakura showed up in JoJo. Holy shit, I'd watch that. That would be funny. <laughs> like, that's a super, super, uh, like, positive <laughs> review of what that show, that show actually was. Right. Or at least, again, I only saw the first episode, so, yeah. Well, screw it then. Let's move on. The new season of High Card Season 2. There you go. Uh, this next one, let me see if there's an actual English one. Nope. Himesama. Oh, Goman. yes, there is. Uh, Princess, it's time for torture. With the finger quotes. No, I thought it was some, the English translation was Tis time for torture, princess, or something like that. I said like that. Well, this looks like a show about food. Let's see. The princess who's been held captive by the Demon Lord's army is scheduled to be executed by the Demon Lord's relentless torture. And it says nothing about food, but the key art shows a whole one. Wait, is that the whole, that's the whole description? That is the whole whole description. So, basically, um, they're interrogating her, and they are absolutely fucking terrible at interrogation or intimidation or being mean in any way, shape, or form. It's so you're what you're saying is basically there. It, it, it's essentially an anime version of 
the Spanish Inquisition from Monty Python. Yes. Hey. Fetch him the comfy um, chair. The comfy chair. Or will you confess? <laughs> um. I- imagine if the Spanish Inquisition also was aware of the uh the the meme of the tonkatsu uh confession. Where literally they they hand a dude a pork bowl and he's supposed to be so overjoyed that he just confesses all his sins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty much that, and it's very episodic as well. So it's there is a bit of a overarching like plot in the background, but it's not really on the focus. It kind like when I right. read this, it kind of reminded me of um, Princess in the Sleep, uh, Princess Sleeping Time in the Demon Lord's Castle. Or yeah, I was going to bring that, that up. Yeah, it's in that genre of. Like, you get captured by demons, but the demons are actually cool. Yeah, or yeah. they're so incompetent at their job that they turn out to be very nice. Right, they're, they're, they're trying to be bad, and they're so bad at it. That it's like a reverse Dr. Wily. Oh, <laughs> okay. He's not trying to be good. Uh, no, but Dr. Light is so... It, sorry, reverse Dr. Light is what I meant ah, to say. Okay. Um, he's... Yeah. I get you now. Anyway. Let's move on to the next show because I'm very excited for it. Hokkaido yes. gals are super adorable. Uh, snowflakes aren't the only thing dropping in Hokkaido. So are Jaws, thanks to the super adorable gals who are turning the icy north into a hotbed of fashion and fun. Brace yourself for a winter storm of laughs, love, and killer outfits as these gals prove that being cute is an all-season affair. Here, Frostbite meets Fashionista. That is in a summary. Also, why did you write that in a southern accent? I like voices, guys. I don't know how you don't know this about me yet. <laughs> I, there, there's a couple of yeah, things in, in the key art that make me interested in this show. That, that um, was my Girls Gone Wild voice. Oh, my you God. Heard. You're really bad at them. Holy shit. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, anyway. you know, your key art puts the boobs forward. So we all know yeah. where we're going with this. But I've um, heard repeatedly from people that this is really, really funny. Oh. Yeah, I, I'm one of those people. Um, It's not just Ooh. funny. It's actually a really sweet romance. Um, this is one of my favorite ongoing manga right now. It's really, really, really good. Yeah, I saw the preview video and I loved how it looked too. So, plus, I also love when they set shows outside of Tokyo or Kyoto, like up in Hokkaido, which has always been the the part of, of Japan I was the most interested in. Especially when Proton used to describe it. So, like, yeah, I'm I'm all in on this one, and, it, yeah, and, also, only, okay. and it's only slightly because of giant boobs in the key art. But also, when I visited Hokkaido this year, it was one of my favorite places to be. It was so awesome. Also, it was my kind of weather as well. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I also like when it's cold, so it's good. This is also one that I somehow came across the, the preview video. And I, I, I did, it, I, I was interested at first, but it also seemed like one of those ones where it just co- kept constantly introducing girls and my enthusiasm went lower and lower. I was like, oh, is this going to be uh, no, a harem? There's, there's... Uh, it, it kind of seems that way for a while, but no, there, there's a clear winner and it's not over and it's a clear winner. Like it's it, not over? Their relationship actually continues. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Beyond like the confession. I see. So it's one of the good ones as far as romance goes. Yeah, you got like a female cast. It's where you get like a female cast, but who's going to win is pretty obvious from Jump. You pretty much okay. locked into that main relationship. Okay. That was my understanding from rates and, and others. And yet, um, you kind of want to cheer for the other girls because they're they're all really sweet. They're all great people. And the main character's not um 
you know, a, a personality-less piece of cardboard either. He's actually a, uh, he's he's got his own motivations and traumas and stuff to work through, but he's a he's a really good guy. Um, and not just of the oh, this guy is kind, and that's literally all there is to him kind of thing. Yeah. Anyway, I'm hype. Yeah, it's it's really good. Okie dokie. So next show, <clears throat> next show is the easy one. Oh, you gotta in a world with... fucking passion. No, that means it's great, right? <laughs> There's a skeleton on the cover. It's gotta be good. In a world where the demon king has died, another one of these. Uh, a host of demigods capable of felling him have inherited the world. A master, uh, a master fencer who can figure out how to take out the opponent with a single glance. A lancer so swift they can break the sound barrier. A wyvern <laughs> rogue who fights with three legendary weapons at once, and an all-powerful wizard who can speak thoughts into being, uh, and also an angelic assassin who deals instant death. Eager to attain the title of one true hero, these champions each pursue challenges against formidable foes and spark conflicts themselves. Uh, the battle to determine the mightiest of the mighty begins. That's it. Yeah, I remember reading an ANN review of the light novel a while back, and it sounded like an interesting time where it's just like a huge battle royale against these superpowered fantasy people, which turns out into kind of a silly time. So, see, like this sounds like. Something I'd be really into, right? This is all right up in my wheelhouse. But I do not trust Pashon to do anything correctly. <laughs> Why is that? Nor Did they traumatize they, you or that, something? That they, ruined the four, they ruined the fourth season of High School DxD, and I've never forgiven them for it. No. All, all of their shows are like 50-50. Like, sometimes they do stuff that's okay, and sometimes they completely ruin shit. And so I, oh, I, hey, I approach any of their of shows Pashione. like it's a ticking bomb. Speaking of Passione ruining shit, they've also got the upcoming Spice and Wolf. Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Is that the sequel, or is it the remake? Yes. Um, I think it's the remake. Okay. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure the sequel hasn't, like, gotten an announcement for an anime or anything. No, it's it's the remake. Okay. Um, But they also did, like, Yuri is my job. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Love flops. They did love flops. Now, yeah, love I flops. Loved, I was gonna say, I loved love flops. So that's what I'm saying. They're fifty-fifty. Uh, they did Mierico. Uh, I like that one. Well, that, was that one was still good, and the source material is really good. Mm-hmm. They also did the Higurashi, okay. though, which I thought really fell apart halfway through. <laughs> it did ZX Code Reunion. And we could just move on from that one. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, it's. I think it's pretty much going to be a toss-up on whether this is going to be solid or not. Oh, um, they did Raka no Yusha and Rail Wars. <laughs> oh, I hated Rail Wars. Rail Wars. <laughs> I actually liked Raka no Yusha until right at the end. Well, that's because it was a continuing light novel, and they kind of had to do that. Also, it Could've was a bit of an issue with uh, the source material, from what I remember. <laughs> wasn't it a completely anime original ending? Like that that wasn't a thing that happened. Or at least they, they cut it off at a really bad place. Yeah, I think they cut it off at the end of the first novel. Eh, whatever. I didn't I didn't like it. Anyway. anyway. It's uh, it sounds it sounds entertaining, but it's passion, so fifty fifty shot. Kip. I'll I'll approach it the way a cat approaches something they think is is a snake. You know, it's like leaning back with one paw. 
Next up, we got Kingdom Season 5. I don't know if I've ever seen a season of this, but it looks familiar. I tried to watch it when, I, when the Season 1 dropped, and I couldn't handle the 3D CGI. Oh, it's CGI. Probably it, I believe it's also a Chinese series. Okay. It is, in fact, yes. The Three Kingdoms style story. Well, it, it might be. It's yeah. it's a it's a uh, yeah. It's based off of the Chinese like Chinese history, but I don't think it's actually a Chinese series. But yeah, I think the big thing about this is that it's it's for a long time been a complete CG show, and it looked rough in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, I, I haven't I haven't been following it enough to know. It's, it, I'm sure I, it's improved, but it it was it was. I don't a, know of event. anybody that ever watched it. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was, it, but it's gone five seasons, so somebody's watching this thing, or somebody's you know sinking money in it desperately. I don't know for what end. Yeah, well, it, it might ten, be is, is ten cent funding it or maybe maybe it's really popular in China or something. Uh, yeah, it's possible. All right, we can move on because none of us know what's up with that. Nope, uh, nope. Do we have an English title for this one? Uh, yes. Uh, the I believe it's something like the Villains' Day Off. Okay. We have a brief synopsis here. Uh, an evil organization from another planet is trying to take over Earth. An extraterrestrial from the organization named the General tirelessly fights against Earth's def- uh, defenders every single day in a battle of life and death. However, today is his day off. That's a uh, so. This is one of those where is. like. Precure or Power Rangers is going on in the background, and like one of the uh, big four of the enemies is just trying to go through his vacation days. Mm. He's, I don't he's... mind these. I just yeah. find it funny that he's called the General, and he make it makes me think of that com- like that commercial with the General trying to sell you auto insurance <laughs> with Shaq. Yeah, yeah. Uh, go to the General and save some time. Uh, I've got nothing on this because I saw what's coming up next and my brain is broken, so <laughs> as, okay. as it should be. Yeah. Um I still can't believe that is, got a show. This is the same studio or rather of the two studios, um one of them is The Dangers in My Heart. Oh, I love that show. As well as uh Teasing Master Takagi uh, and how you... uh Couple of cuckoos. Uh, right. Did we move on to the next one, or are we still talking about? No, no, no. no. About... We're still, we're still talking about. Uh, Definitely the, not pure the General's day off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, General's um, day off. It kind of it kind of reminds me of Love After World Domination, or that one where the alien invader was it, going to destroy Earth, but she fell in love with cats. Yeah. Right. It it's definitely more that one than uh, than Love After World Domination. Okay. Let's move on to this ridiculous shit that's next. Oh dear. Oh hell yes. Maho Shoujo ni Ako Garete. Hi. up to magical girls. Do you guys want a voice or not? No. No. Especially for this. Okay. This doesn't deserve a voice. Hi, I'm Hiragi Utena. I'm a normal magical girl loving middle school girl, or at least I was. Then some talking mascot showed up out of the blue and cast a spell on me. Now's my chance to join my beloved magical girls as a villain? Hang on. Something's wrong with my outfit. This can't be happening. This is just the... the <laughs> this Somehow is the smuttiest shit I've ever... I can't believe this guy... I it's kind of like... Believe a key art is, an anime. Uh, 
Mm. Yeah. It's like brothel reviewers. I can't believe that got an anime. I can't believe this got an anime. Or um, what, what was it called? An anime after interspecies reviewers. Yeah. Also, I can't believe Immoral Guild also got an anime. Yeah, an anime that they right. would not they wouldn't stream anywhere. Like you can't you can't watch it anywhere. You have to buy yeah. the Blu-ray, which I did. Uh, oh this this is another one where you're gonna have to grab the Blu-ray. Um, <laughs> The the main girl is a magical girl otaku in, you know, a world where magical girls are actually a thing. And, like, this mascot character shows up and she's super excited. She's like, yay, I'm going to get to be one of them. And it turns out it's one of the evil mascots and puts her on the bad guy team. And then she discovers accidentally that she's a sadist and all of the main <laughs> magical girls are masochists. Jesus Christ. Just look at the key art. The key art gives you everything you need to know. Show, yeah, like, I've, seen, just... I've seen snippets <laughs> I, I of, of the manga, and I'm like, holy shit. Anime. It's so raunchy. It's 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 not even borderline hentai. Like, there's stuff they actually have to censor bar out in the manga. <laughs> yeah, I've seen, like I said, parts of the manga when I first heard about this, and I was like, you can't animate this. I mean, you can, but then you put it you put it up on certain parts of the internet. You don't put it on streaming, right? Like this is this is one of those that's going to be like ninety percent censor bars for like seventy percent of most episodes. Pick up the Blu-rays. Pick up them Blu-rays. This is going to move some Blu-rays. Let me tell you. Yeah, like it's it's like it's even beyond some of like you know some of these. Shows with etchy, like no, this is like way. This is like way beyond this, some of these other. This makes, several steps this past makes etchy, EXD yeah. look tame. Yeah, <laughs> it's this is closer to like uh, why the hell are you here, teacher? But like even worse. Yeah, and with uh, a lot younger girls. Ugh. Uh, okay. Yeah, let's move on. We got season two of math in high school, so. Mashal, Mashal, yes, give it to me. It's okay. I'll watch it. <laughs> it's fucking great. It's what if what if Saitama went to Hogwarts? And I fucking like, love it. <laughs> not as well written or animated, but still good enough to watch. I strongly disagree. I think it's hilarious. I'm sorry. If 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 cutting away from a serious situation to a deadpan character eating a cream puff is not funny to you, then we can't be friends. When they make the cream puff joke every episode, maybe it loses a little steam. As no, well. no, it, it becomes funnier because they keep doing it. Their croissants would be funnier. Yeah, but you can't go croissants in the yes, in, in the ED. Like, Shoo cream is way funnier. Yes, you can. You're just not trying hard enough. I think you're a fanboy. Uh, I can't wait for this. Uh, some oh. asshole is supposed to be writing it as an entry for the sequel guy and hasn't done it yet. Doctor Cat. I wonder who that could be. <laughs> Yeah, it's Doc Cab. He's always behind on the right. Always behind on his work. Never working. Not even here today. I know. Oh, I didn't gosh. even show up for this. I mean, because he had to go to a funeral. God, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> we love yeah, you, Cab. I, mean, I, I, I hope you're okay. The hospital mo- I was in the hospital all fucking night, and I still showed up. Uh, I know, right? I was How much sleep did you get? in the right. hospital. A grand total of like four hours. There you go. You should be fine. He's fine. We got a big description on this next one. Uh, the Meiji Geken, 1874. Uh, it's been seven years since the start of the Meiji era, and the Japanese government is pushing its policies to catch up with the might of the Western nations. Former Aizu retainer Shizuma 
Urigasa has thrown away his sword and gotten rid of his top knot, is now a rickshaw driver in Tokyo. But his swordsmanship skills from the Boshin War are still alive and well. He is looking for his wife, Sumi or Sumie uh, Kanomata, who went missing during the Boshin War. Shizuma is recruited into the police force after he ends up thwarting the assassination attempt of a government official. At the same time, Kiyoshiro Shuragami is a talented one-eyed swordsman who is a member of the Moriagumi Yakuza gang that is embroiled in the turf war of Tokyo. In Tokyo, uh, the Moriagumi are working with wealthy wealthy merchants in the trafficking of opium. It's always opium, and the profits are being paid a mastermind plotting to overthrow the government to return Japan to a place for the samurai. The destinies of Shizuma and Kyoshiro, who have opposing points of view, are fated to cross, and a sad, ironic encounter and farewell await Shizuma. You don't even have to watch the show, now you just got the whole thing. That was some horrible writing. What the fuck? It's also way, way too fucking long. Yeah. Yeah. Historical piece, uh, Gumi versus rogue former, uh, Samurai stuff happens. I don't it know. It kind of just sounds like Rurouni Kenshin, but like more serious. More serious. Like the Kyoto arc, I guess. Not that I we're allowed to watch that anymore. I know. Why? I don't know why, but okay. You don't know why? Let's not go into that here. Yeah. Is it the. Yeah. Uh, the author's a piece author? of shit. Let's leave it at that. I know the author's a piece of shit, but I guess it has to do with that. Okay, good. Moving yeah. On. I mean, you know, it could be good. I mean, this show's got a maybe for won't. me. It won't. You don't like Sumugi Akita Anime Lab? Well, I've never heard see. of a Sumugi Akita Anime <laughs> Lab. That's, that's no because idea. this is their first thing. The only other thing they're credited for hasn't come out yet. It's coming out in spring. See that? I'm a little interested because, like, you know, it's an original. It's got a high, kind of a high concept. The, it's a, it's their the first thing. So you got no track record, is it? You want to see what they do? The other thing that they're doing is another one of those. How did this get an anime? Jesus Christ! <laughs> Sweet. Those are my favorite. But you know, in a completely different way. The fact that it's their first anime actually makes me more interested because now I'm kind of interested to see what they do. Yeah, I'm mildly interested in this. Well, one one because it's it's an original, and the fact that they said it's a, there's a sad uh, something coming up for the I guess the main dude makes me think that maybe there's something to the writing in this. I don't know. It's always it's 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 always easier to write know. something happy than something sad. I, I guess. I am always pro originals. Nothing fantastical with it just doesn't really interest me. I think it was gonna be pretty good. You write sense, not tragedies. Typically, when you have like a historical thing, it's harder to grab an audience. So I respect it because if they're not doing something that's really tropey or the in thing, then it's bound to be something that was either a passion project or yeah. But on the other hand, in the key art, both of them are wielding energy swords. Yeah, all right, fine. They didn't say anything about that in the description, but you're right. They, they got some six swords. You got an eye patch? And the the dude up top is, you know, bubbling in purple aura. Ninja. He's got ninja powers. Or evil priest or something. Yeah, it's yeah. more evil priest than ninja. All right. Yeah. Let's move on because I'm really interested in this next one. I am always interested in stuff by Bones, and this one is Metallic Rouge. Metallic Rouge takes place in a world where that's, humans... I'm pretty sure that's Rogue, right? No, R- Rogue? Rogue is R-O-G-U-E, right? No, it's Rouge. Oh, it is Rouge? Let's all make yeah. fun of Wreck. It ah. is Rouge. Oh, all right. My brain turned it into Rogue. I wish it was. So uh, you're saying it... your brain's gone Rogue over it. Anyways. Yeah. Moving on. 
The story follows Rouge, an android girl who is on a mission on Mars with her partner, Naomi. The mission is to murder nine artificial humans who are hostile to the government. What are the odds that the hostile uh, uh, humans are actually the good guys? I mean, androids. Like like 95%. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's, it's mecha, it's sci-fi, it's original, it's by bones. And and that's really interesting key art. I'm just very, very interested now. Girls without guns, we'll call it. Remember yeah, this is, def- this is definitely the humans were the evil ones after all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, look Those at that key art. Yep. It's, it's on Mars. It's, it's uh, sci-fi, original. I mean, it, they're, they're trying to do uh, another Gundam without being Gundam. Yeah, How fun was that? Feel the same. Yeah, it was Bones, man. It's going it's to look good, Sunrise too. always feels really similar, but Bones will feel different. I bones often do. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Count Me is, is extremely interested in this one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm definitely looking forward to this one. I'm looking forward to the next one. The really? next one? No. This yes, one. Oh, it's a long hilarious. one. <clears throat> My instant death ability is so overpowered, no one in this other world stands a chance against me. That's the title. Um, let's see here. Awake... Awaking, not awakening. Awaking to absolute chaos and carnage while on a school trip, Yogiri Takoto discovers that everyone in his class has been transported to another world. He has somehow somehow managed to sleep through the entire ordeal himself, missing out on the gift powers bestowed upon the others by a mysterious sage who appeared to transport them. Even worse, he and another classmate were ruthlessly abandoned by their friends, left as bait to distract a nearby dragon. Although not terribly bothered by the thought of dying, he reluctantly decides to protect his lone companion. After all, a lowly level 1,000 monster doesn't stand a chance against his secret power to invoke instant death with a single thought. If he can stay awake long enough to bother using it, that is. Uh. That's a terrible description. So, one of the big things that separates this from most of the overpowered bullshit isekai pack, this dude had this power on Earth. Mm. He's always been like that. Um, also, it it mentions that he's reluctantly protecting his lone companion. You know why he's reluctantly protecting his lone companion? She has boobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, come on! That's that's a perfectly valid reason. I mean, yes, you know, but it's, also it's boo. It's funny because he doesn't hide it in any way, shape, or form. Like, she's like, why did you save me? He's like, you have boobs. Boo. It's a perfectly valid reason, but boo. In the context (laughs) of anime, boo. It's hilarious. I can't pretend like I'm not going to watch it because I'm totally You 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 will. I know you will. This this series is actually really, really funny. It does sound like the setup could be pretty funny, so yeah. Um, There's there's actually a lot going on behind the scenes, too, because... um, the the fact that he could do that back on Earth was not um it, it was a government secret. Like people knew about it. There, there's multiple of the. Uh, I don't want to get into spoilers on it, but like there's there's a whole thing surrounding that, and it's actually really interesting. It sounds like it'll be one note because he can just kill things. But it's not, and it's actually really fucking cool the way they play around with that concept. Sounds interesting. I I am going to have to give you ex- like, extreme 
faith in this because everything about this screams this is going to be shitty. So, yeah, yeah. We'll wait, we'll wait for Red Zone's opinion. We'll we always trust it. <laughs> Next up, we got Pon no Michi. Uh, the anime is set in Hiroshima Prefecture's Onomichi City, where a high school student, Nashiko Jipinsha, was kicked out of her house. Without a place to play with her friends, she learns that the Mahjong parlor and her father, uh, <clears throat> that her father used to run is now vacant. She fixes the Mahjong parlor and turns it into a place where she and her friends can have fun, can have fun, cook, have tea, and sometimes play Mahjong. Okay, it's a Mahjong anime. Yep. I'm kind of interested. No, thank you. Really, I'm interested because I I always love I don't love but I'm always interested in, in the shows where that are about like an activity like DIY or you know or a board uh, game like this yeah like the board game cafe yeah, one like, or, like or Hikaru no yeah. Go I know but I, I'm actually really fascinated by mahjong I don't understand how it works I've always wanted to know so I'll watch it just so I can learn about mahjong honestly yeah I don't you won't I, learn about I, mahjong I, you learn, learn how to play mahjong by watching a mahjong anime ever. You don't know That's that. I can not learn something. how they work. I don't know eh, like from that card. Anime. You, you don't understand. A single game of Mahjong takes like three fucking hours. There's no way they're going to be able to convey that properly in an anime that's 25 minutes long an episode. What was that popular one that came out years ago? Akagi? Or was it Kaiji? I, I, I don't remember. It was a longer they're both months. about Mahjong, but you've got the right idea. Yeah. But... None of those actually taught you how to play Mahjong. Both of those were about gambling over Mahjong. Yeah, Kaiji's yeah. about gambling. And so was Akagi. Mm. Oh, I remember the, um, the Washington Park. Park. You might be thinking of Reform with No Wasted Draws, The Legend of Koizumi. Like, Probably the not. one where international diplomacy is done via Mahjong. Oh yeah, that was hilarious. As it should be. One of the high school girls and like one has uh, pink hair. And... Oh, Saki! Yeah, that's Saki. One. That's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah, that was Mahjong. That's, that was a Mahjong club, right? That's, that's basically the Prince of Tennis of Mahjong, though. Like, they're, they're all using supernatural powers that are being completely waved off as though they're nothing special. And they're, like, mm. increasingly wacky and physics-breaking and totally fucking impossible. Not to mention the one girl's cup size just grows an inch every fucking episode. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing that thread on Twitter. <laughs> That was hilarious. That happens a lot in anime. They take the manga, like, you know, this could be a bit bigger, and they just bump it up. It gets ridiculous. Like, it doesn't stop. She's... At some point, she's going to be walking on those. Like, it it really doesn't stop. The growing girl. Anyway. Sorry, which show was this? I don't know. Saki. Pon no Michi. Saki. I swear that girl's gonna star in, like, Stretch Panic sometime. All right, let's move on. It's a good reference we'll all get. Uh, yes. Is there an English title for this one? Um, there is, and I don't remember it. It's something about uh, the the weakest tamer begins her journey to pick up trash. Okay. I'm going to tell you it anyways. Sai Jaku tamer wa gomi hiroi no tabi wo hajime mashita. Young Ivy can't catch a break. Though she has a few memories of her past life, she was reborn into an RPG-like world in the weakest class and worse, as the weakest rank. As Gasp. a no... As a no-star tamer... <laughs> 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 as a no-star tamer... Oh, you want to boo? We're done here? 
No, no, no. Keep going. Okay. As a no, no star no, tamer, even her parents want nothing to do. Wow, no nothing to do with her, and she soon realizes she must survive on her own. She learns to live off the land and salvage what she can from other people's leavings. But when Ivy manages to tame Sora, a lowly slime, everything changes for both of them, and there's something special about this frail little monster, and Ivy's care will bring out the best in both of them. This looks cute, I guess. It yeah, I was going to say... I was. Go ahead. I, I just was going to say, this has all the makings of being a boo show, but this sounds cute. So, um, I know some people who really like this. I found it incredibly boring. Um, it's tagged adventure and fantasy on Anachart. I thought it was more of a, like one of those slow life, slice of life things. One of the ones where it's more either slice of life or cute girls doing cute things with the, you know, fantasy aspects as just a background setting. Yeah, the last thing I need is another nothing happened show about a young kid who tame slimes because I already sat through two seasons of that. That one, that one, I actually found interesting, and this one I did not. Really, so, I thought that was the most boring anime I've ever watched. The it was novel excruciating. was a, it was better as a novel. He runs a laundry for fuck's sake. <laughs> it made sense at the time. I have all these isekai powers. I'll open a laundry. A laundry. He runs a lot. He uses the slimes to clean people's laundromat? clothes. A laundromat, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. That's that's like the big like storyline, and then and it goes really well. It's basically the adventures of a kid who tames slimes, and everything goes great. And I'm like, I hate this fucking show. I mean, they they spent way too much fucking time on the laundry. Um, there's actually other things happening in the novels, and like they spent way too much time going on about how the fucking laundry works and what happens with it. And, like, we don't care about the fucking laundry. We're going to talk about the laundry another time. Next anime is Saikyo Tank no Meikyu Kururaku Tai... I'm doing this too fast. Tyro... Tyro... Wow. Tyroku 9999 no rare skill mochi tank Yusha party wo suiho sareru. What is that? I got hero party out of there. It's Hero, something like the strongest on, Vanguard gets kicked strongest, out of the... The strongest tank's Labyrinth Raids. A tank with a rare 99.99 resistance skill gets kicked out of the hero's party. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If, well, if I like this the sounds name. exactly like 90 other things you've seen, that's because it is. It also yeah. sucks. But the name of the main character is pretty good. Rudd is a tank of the hero's party and is said to have the highest defense ever in history. The party often does labyrinth raids, but to Rudd, it means more than just a raid. To cure his beloved sister's illness, he's in search for the wish-granting treasure that might be hidden in those labyrinths. But one day, the arrogant hero kicks him from the party after an unsuccessful raid attempt, blaming it on his skills, whose effects he is still unaware of, without without nowhere else to go and nothing to do. He decides to return to his hometown, where his sister is waiting. On his way there, he saves a girl who is being attacked by a monster. Unexpectedly, this girl has an extremely rare skill called Appraisal. Thanks to her skill, Rudd is able to discover the truth behind his unknown skills, which turn out to be very powerful skills. With the defense, <laughs> <laughs> the defense of 9,999 and powerful skills, thus begins the adventure of the strongest tank, Rudd. Great. All right. I have to echo Gugsy's boo for this one. Boo. This is, Man, this is boy of the year. Best boy. Rudd. 
It's cool, man. I, I've read it. It's in, it's even more boring than the fucking tamer picking up garbage. Why are you reading this shit? That's what because we do. Man. Don't ask, right? Yeah. Why do you why do you climb the mountain? The mountain is there. Because it's there, yeah. The mountain yeah. is painful. Hey, at least it's not an no, isekai. The, the next, yeah. Okay, fuck this shit. Let's move on to the next one. This is one of my favorite novels to have started in the last few years. Uh, let's see. Sasaki and Peeps. I like the names already. Sasaki is a middle-aged office worker living in Japan. <gasps> Wait, he doesn't die right away? I like this already. No. Feeling doesn't. drained by the vapid corporate world, he heads to the pet shop in search of a new companion. There he finds an adorable bird named Peeps and takes him home. But Sasaki quickly learns that Peeps isn't your average bird. He's a powerful mage from another <laughs> world. Damn it. <laughs> Fuck you. Together they embark on a magical adventure filled with swords and sorcery. Uh, okay, hold up, hold Peeps. up. So, Peeps. first of all, Peeps is what Sasaki names him. The The bird is like, call me whatever the fuck you want. And Sasaki's like, you know what? I was always going to call the bird I adopted from this pet shop Peeps, no matter what happened. So the fact that you're a wizard doesn't change that. You're Peeps. Fuck off. Cool. I respect that. Um, Peeps should hook up with Rudd. Rudd and Peeps. Rudd and Peeps. Oh, man. So the thing about this one is it's almost an Asura Kryan level of uh, just all these different vectors going in completely different directions that shouldn't have had anything to do with each other. And like, why are these all in the same setting? It is glorious chaos. But not trash? Um, actually, uh, I was about to say no, but then yes, actually, it is... Mm. There, there are some ex- extremely trashy elements about it that I really can't defend on second thought. Okay. Um, I will grant you that maybe my boo is probably not completely warranted because for once it's not the main character who's overpowered, it's his sidekick, which, fair work. enough. That's, you would uh, think so, but then the sidekick immediately grants all of its powers to him. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so here's the thing. So he immediately becomes a wizard, Harry, and um Harry Wizard gets mistaken gets mistaken for a psychic by a psychic. Who it turns out that's a branch of the government. The government huh. is doing wars of psychics on psychics. Think uh Academy City in a certain magical index. Or men who stare at goats. Okay. Um but like it, then it turns out there's also magical girls, and then it turns out there's also a proxy war between angels and demons, and then it turns out there's also uh, d- like <laughs> they the just they keep piling on more and more and more completely unrelated shit that he just keeps getting pulled into. It's it's incredible. Sounds overwhelming. Hmm. Uh, let's move on. It's hilarious. All I say is peeps. Peeps. Peeps is pretty great. Okay, like from um, the Peeps. He's a Java Sparrow. Okay. Uh, this next one is called Sengoku Yoko. The world is divided into two factions, humans and monsters, called Katawara. Despite being a Katawara, Tama loves humans and vows to protect them from evil, even if it means fighting her own kind. Her brother, Jinka, however, hates humans, despite mostly being one. Uh, the siblings are joined by a cowardly swordsman named Shinsuke, who wants to learn how to become strong. When the group uncovers a plot to experiment on humans and transform them into monsters, they vow to defeat whoever is behind it, even if it means battling an entire army of warriors. I kind of like how this one looks. Basic, Isn't but maybe... is just good. 
Isn't this just gender swapped Inuyasha? No. You want experimentation I, in that? I don't remember that. Not to mention yeah. that the uh, the characters don't say each other's names as ninety percent of dialogue. Kagome, Inuyasha, yeah, just nonstop. Tetsuo, Canada. Two things. Uh, one is that the studio for this is White Fox, so I'm pretty much sold. Yeah, uh, White Fox is usually pretty good. Yeah, the Second thing video is, is pretty sweet. If you work. if you notice, this is different from all of the other shows that we've looked at so far because if you look, it says 37 episodes airing on January 11th. Oh, is it all dropping? It's just shadow drop the whole series. It's just going to wow. drop the whole thing on January 11th. Netflix. Damn. Oh. It doesn't say Netflix. It's Crunchyroll. Oh, weird. Don't know what that's about. All the other ones say episode one airing in yada, yada, yada days. That would be really interesting to do that. It would be like, all right, time to sit down and get through 37 episodes. And yeah, I don't know how we're going to do that for the collab. <laughs> Good luck. All right. But yeah, I'm, I think you know, that one looks interesting enough to check out. Yeah. Not super complicated. Not following today's trends. More of an old school story. Uh, we got Shaman King Flowers. Should I read this description or do we know what Shaman King is? It's I mean, this is a sequel to Shaman King. Yeah, it's a sequel, so you probably should read it. Let's go. Uh, the action returns in this brand new sequel to Shaman King. Hana Asakura finds that being the son of Yo and Aina Asakura isn't all it's cracked up to be, and his boredom has him itching for any kind of excitement. But when a fight comes straight to his doorstep, it's from a place he least expects. His own family! The battle for Asakura supremacy begins. So is this the kid of like the main character from the first Yeah, it's the kid of the main, it, of the main it, couple from the first it's show. It's Shaman yeah. King Boruto. Man, they just keep doing that. That's like a new trend these days. I'm interested, though, because I love Shaman King. Yeah. I'm also just, just more... Oh, go ahead. I, I want to point out that's Shinzo Abe's legacy yet again, because the main character's kid being the protagonist means that the main character had kids. Yay. Woo. Definitely not a 13-year-old virgin. Yeah, but I was going to say, I'm kind of surprised that's not... I really wish that the sequel to Zatch Bell would actually come over, because the manga has actually been go- ongoing for a while. It's just... It hasn't been licensed or anything in the U.S., which is really odd. You know what needs a sequel? Law of Ueki. I don't know what that yes. is. Yes. Really? Jesus Christ. Nope. He gets power from a god, turns trash into trees. That doesn't ring a bell? Nope. Okay. It's a great show. It, it's anyway. one of those like, early 90s uh, you know, supernatural power battle royale things. Everybody gets power to turn X into Y, and he's a you know, peacenik hippie. And so rather than choosing something that's, you know, obviously useful for battle, he, he gets the power to turn trash into trees. Cool. And then he, you know, goes on to win the tournament anyway. Because he's not an idiot. Just as a as a uh, as an aside, I, I don't think I've ever heard Rex say the phrase, you know, it needs a sequel. And the answer was was not not an buried treasure. This is the first right? time I've ever heard that. I, I <laughs> because away. I can't keep reopening that wound. <laughs> yes, you can. I can. It needs a sequel. Why, do, why isn't there a season two of such a good show? Life is suffering. Such For the a same good reason there isn't a se- season three of Shakugan Nishana. Yeah, they really should make that. Anyway, Shaman King, more with the with his kid. I'm, I always thought it was weird when I first heard there was a sequel to Shaman King, so I am kind of interested. All right. I, mean, I, I hope it's better than Baruto. You're not watching Baruto, are you? Burrito. God, no. God no. You don't know how good it is. You don't know how good it is. Nobody's it watching burrito. It can't possibly be good. Uh next up next show is Snack 
<clears throat> Snack Basu, I think. Uh, the gag comedy manga. Basue. Basue. Uh, the gag comedy manga centers on a bar in Sapporo's North 24th neighborhood, five stations away from the Susukino Business District. There, a, the bar's proprietor, junior proprietor, old regular customers, and its share of walk ins recount. Odd regulars, what I say? You said old. <laughs> oh, well, they're probably old. <laughs> they're they probably old. Too, yeah. yeah. And its share of walk ins recount their strange lives. You know what? This might be all right. Yeah. I also find it funny that this is the second show that is set in Hokkaido. Yeah, we're getting a lot of Japanese culture this season. Woo. Not boo. There's better. Woo. No, I said woo. Uh, no, that's what I said. I'm agreeing. Not boo. There's better gag series set in a bar. I don't know. This could be funny. Sapporo's in Hokkaido? Yeah. Yes, no. Sapporo is the main city of, of Hokkaido. Today I learned. Okay. Amazing. Uh, yeah, I was there. It was really cool. This studio doesn't appear to have done. They're they're mostly kid shows and like the the chibi gag spinoffs of major isekais. Like they're, mm. they're responsible for isekai quartet and all of its component parts. My quartet was kind of funny. This looks like it could be funny. Plus, I always appreciate shows where the main characters are adults because it's just so rare. I think this next show is the one that's getting all the hype. Yeah, I heard a lot about this one. I've 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 seen endless stuff about this next one. Source other from everyone's the, favorite. The source studio. is other because it's a manhwa. Yeah, I know, but that just made me laugh. They say just saying manhwa. They're like other. It's Except a we got okay, whatever webtoon. We got solo leveling from A1. It's been over a decade since the sudden appearance of the gates. The paths that connect our world with a different dimension. Since then, certain humans have awakened to supernatural powers. We call these individuals hunters. Hunters make their living by using their powers to conquer dungeons inside the gates. In this world of tough customers, the low-ranked hunter Shun Mizushino is known as the weakest hunter of all mankind. One day, Shun gets fatally injured when he runs into a high-ranked double... Wait. High-ranked double dungeon... When he runs into high-ranked yeah, double they, dungeons... they fucked up the, the conjugation there, yes. Okay. It's fine. Dungeons... Hidden within a low-rank dungeon. Just then, a mysterious quest window appears in front of him. Oh, God. Yay. On the verge of death, Shun decides to accept the quest and starts leveling up. All right. Is everyone ready? One, two, three. Boo. Yay. So the thing about this one, um, first of all, this is one of those, uh, this is another one of those trends that's been around for a while that most people aren't aware of, but is becoming huge. Um, it's the sort of reverse isekai where the Earth itself becomes a fantasy world um, because dungeons are popping up all over it. And so, like, regular humans just randomly sprout powers all over the place. Um, it's huge over in Korea. Like, every, Yeah, this thing is massive over there. About this. Yeah, uh, this, um, yeah, this specific genre of, like, regression or, like, getting levels, like, levels is, like, one of the most popular... Cultivation stuff, yeah, and yeah, it's probably the one that is the most popular trend in Korean manhwas right now. And and the thing is, yeah. this series is a big reason for that. Um, the the art style on it is absolutely fucking incredible. The detail yeah of the source, amazing. Yeah, um, the artist responsible for it actually died at 
immediately after finishing the series after this one. Um, from what I understand, it was partially overwork and partially uh, other underlying health issues that he just decided to go ahead and do his shit anyway and disregard them. Um, but it was it was really tragic and everybody everybody was real sad about it because it's a great loss to the community. Um, it it sounds kind of generic, but it's one of those. It's kind of like Mushoku Tensei in that um, it started a lot of, or at least made the mainstream a lot of the tropes that are now you know tropes. Yeah, and I also will say that it suffers from a lot of the issues of Mushoko Tensei. Specifically, the writing of the series can be pretty bad at times. Like, I remember reading the original and pretty much thought that the only... Well, basically, the series as a whole was basically carried by the artist. Because the art, his art was just that good and his paneling was just so amazing. And yeah, I I read it start to finish. It that the art was absolutely fucking amazing. It, it was you know triple S plus 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 art with a C story. I would say it's probably a D story. Like all the character writing is awful. If so I'm not, what, if I'm not lying, so what you're saying is that if the animation is really good, then it might be worth watching. But there's no story there if the animation is average. Yeah, pretty right. much. We're, you're you're talking about like, um, One Punch Man levels of art. Yeah, but not One Punch Man season one levels of writing. No, not even close. Yeah. All right. Um, you keep so an eye on it. I if, guess if the art is good, it will be decent. If the art sucks, there's nothing worth watching here. Hmm. All right. Wait and see. All right, so I, one, my boo so is we'll justified see. then. Yes, justified boo. <laughs> yeah, your boo is pending it. <laughs> I, I would say your boo is likely to be carried. <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, so I guess one of these things says it's the second core, and one of them says part two. Uh, Sinduality Noir part two. I didn't see part one, so I don't know. I think this was on either Hulu or a- Amazon Prime, which makes sense why nobody really watched it but i remember reading a review of it and it sounded pretty interesting uh yeah it was hulu i feel like arcane said it was good but like he i think he was the only person watching it in our group yeah i've Probably. never heard of this actually yeah um source playstation not nah, really oh uh, i think this might have been a uh mobile game adaptation was the thing Woo-hoo. well now i know not to watch odds against it all right, let's get to the next thing so Ray can flip out about it. Oh, wow, they got a part two of this? I didn't finish part one. Uh, the Fire Hunter season. Uh, you skipped two you again. Skipped I skipped again. Hold God on. dang it. Tales of Wedding Rings. Woo! <laughs> Actual one. Uh, okay, Gugsy, get ready to boo. This could be some serious booing. Oh, no, uh, I love this series, but you're going to hate it. I'll speak softly. So oh, okay. Let, let, let the man read the description. Yeah. Sato and his best friend Hime have been together for as long as he can remember. But so when he tells him that he's going back to her home, home world to get married, his first thought is to follow her and crash her wedding. All goes according to plan. And with a kiss from Can you Hime, not? What? Can you just read it mm-hmm. normally, please? We can't even hear you this time. Really? Yeah. Okay. Who would the yes. ASMR? Sato just becomes read normally, please. 
Sato becomes the new groom, but unbeknownst to Sato, the man who marries Hime is destined to be a hero of immense power and save the world. Is Sato up for the challenge, or is this just too much responsibility for one high schooler to handle? All right. That's that's actually a quality pun. I have to give them a golf clap for that one. I I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give this the boo because my boo is specifically for those all these shows that are like, oh he's the weakest, but he's actually the strongest. This one This is more fire this, emblem, fire emblem engage. Yeah, this is like this it, this is this is a boo adjacent show. Um all right, you, you ready for the part where it's boo? Um, he, he by the end he'll have a ring on every finger. Harem, harem. Yeah, I mean, look at that key art. There's, there's there's all kinds of quality harem in that key art. Uh, the boys. The the cat girl is the best girl in my opinion. Yes, but I was. I, I'm very interested in the cat girl. Yeah, I remember reading the first volume of this and thought it was decent, but I didn't really continue of any of it afterwards. Rates has told uh, me about this series about six times. You didn't continue reading any of it because it wasn't fucking available. Um, it Squeenix licensed it immediately and then proceeded to not do anything with it. It was huh. impossible to find. Interesting. Um, it's kind of a generic, uh, you know, hero draws power from. The, the girls he ends up with very generic but it's very well done and I like all of the characters in it um, for what it's worth this is the studio that did uh, Vermeil in Gold oh I like that show that was also very so um, I, edgy though so. yes and this is yeah a lot I have high hopes I, I, mean, I have I have high hopes. <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna do it's fantasy way. edgy, you know, a hot cat girl's not the right. right. It's not the worst way to go with it. So, I mean, that concept could I be mean, really funny if done well. I mean, there's there's an elf, there's a cat girl, there's a dragon girl, there's a robot girl. There's a robot girl. What's not to like? Everything. So it's Peter Grill basically. Uh. Except he doesn't get laid as of. Holy shit, okay, now I'm really in. Let's go. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Like <laughs> Yeah. I am one hundred percent sold. Uh I'm I'm not actually sure they'll get to that in a single season, but like, boy, once that starts, that, that train doesn't stop. Yeah, he's running that D train. Alright, move on. Let's move on to the best show of the season. The Dangers in My Heart, season two. I watched an episode of the first one. I thought it was fine. I'm assuming it gets oh, dude, better, though. you got to watch the rest. It's such a great... It's up there with Horimiya. is my favorite rom-com of, of the most recent like era of anime. I fucking love it so much. Mm-hmm. Add to the list. Both, uh, the, both of the main characters are just... They're adorable. They're adorable separately, but they're together. They're, such, they're so much fun. Because you know? they're both ridiculous kind of anime characters, but they also both feel like real people in a way, which is like the hardest thing to do with character writing is to make all these like little weird quirks feel like an actual person. And they do. And it, all of like the stuff that happens, it feels like the kind of things that actual adolescents would think about or have problems with. And I just I really fucking, I love watching those two characters together. So I'm very hyped that it's got more because it's just so damn adorable. 
Anyone else watch first season? No, no, I, I didn't watch. If you like rom coms, this is this is more on the old Proton Storm schedule uh, scale of romantic comedy to comedic romance. This is more comedic romance. But mm. so if you're leaning that way, this is definitely for you because God, I loved it. And I'm not like romance anime isn't exactly in my my main genre of watching, but it was just so sweet and well written. I just like. You know, you know how a show can really be enjoyable when you you like the characters, and I I wanted to see these two characters more, and I wanted to see them together and have a good time. So, I, I can't. I'm not good at selling shows sometimes, but I can't recommend that enough, especially if you like romance in any way. Yeah, that would usually be me. Um, I'm not sure. I I guess I just never. I didn't watch the the first season. I was probably just super busy and never actually got around to. Putting it on my radar. So, well, it's also on uh, high dive. I, I find that that sometimes limits. Shows. That doesn't help you either. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I mean, God, I can't recommend it enough. It really is great. Put it on. I'll put it on the list. That that will never get completed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we all know how that works. Like is is that list better or worse than your Steam backlog? Well, I don't actually have Steam. Uh, so by default, yes. <laughs> All right, hybrid, you, you should watch that show, Hybrid. I watched one episode. I might watch. You should watch one. the rest of it because I'm telling you, it's fucking anyway. great. Anyway, I have like eight other shows I might watch. Maybe we'll see. Next up, we have the Demon Prince of Momochi House. Uh, let's see. On her 16th birthday, orphan Himari Momochi inherits her ancestral estate that she's never seen. Momochi House exists on the barrier between the human and spiritual realms, and Himari is meant to act as a guardian between the two worlds. But on the day she moves in, she finds three handsome squatters already living in the house, and one seems to have already taken over her role. I'm not sure what this yeah. is about. Is Romance supernatural. So. shojo thing? It, looks like a lot it feels things. extremely shojo. yeah. Yeah, this is, de- this is definitely shojo reverse harem. One thing I want to point out here, too, again, like we talked about with, um, what was it, Sengoku Yoko, is that if you look at it again, this one also has a thing where it's, instead of saying Ep1, it says airing on January 5th. Again, not sure what that means. Hmm. It was probably a late, a later in the season show. I don't know. Because January 5th is like in two weeks, so it actually might be one of the first shows that we get. Yeah. One of the first new shows that are dropping soon. It kind of seems, it feels like Kami-sama Kiss a little bit, which I actually kind of enjoyed, so maybe I'll glance at it. Yeah, this definitely has um, Jojo Reverse Harem all over it. This is the studio that did uh, the explosion spinoff of Konosuba. Oh, oh that, was, that was competent. Yeah. The animation was quite good in that. There you have it. There you have it. So now we get to Firehunter Season 2, which I'm just shocked because I don't know anybody that liked this. I watched like six, seven episodes, and I'm like, this is just abysmal, and I stopped. Did Dr. Kev watch this? or was it, there, was, there was two of these. There was this one, and there was the other one that was like, people live in trees, and I can't remember which one he was watching. But I remember on the podcast, I brought this up, and no one else was watching it. So Yeah, okay. It's one of those dead shows where it's like, there's no chatter. Well, the hype was that it was like the writer from Ghost in the Shell or something. I forget. It had something behind it. But new season. The studio also did Woo-hoo. Platinum End and Mars Red. Huh. And uh, 
Kizuna no Alil. <laughs> I tried watching Ugh. that show. Why? Because VTubers. Even though or it was more about... That, yeah. that wasn't VTubers. That was... Yeah, it wasn't. Ugh. Anyway. I, it I was metaphors. Say, I will say the premise of Fire Hunter is really good, and some of the earlier episodes are pretty good, but they just had so many production issues. It's like, this is the first thing you've ever animated type of quality. Like I, I just... I don't know. But oh, maybe it gets better. I don't know. But we'll move on to the next one. The Foolish Angel Dances with the Devil. Masatora Ak- Akutsu, a demon on the recruitment sorry, a demon on a recruitment mission in a human high school is drafting allies for hell against the heavenly angels. But when seated beside the captivating Lily Amane, he is in for a devilishly hilarious celestial surprise. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, it's an okay. angel and a demon in love. You've seen this a million times. Um it's the the manga was decently funny. I fell off it pretty quickly. It wasn't really doing anything exciting. All right. I hate when we don't have anything to say about a show. Yeah, I feel like so it could be a perfectly good show. We don't know. It's like DXD, but without the raunchy. Right. Yeah. This is like, yeah. it, it's rom-com This is the studio that did Faraway Paladin and Seed of Evolution, though. I do love both those shows for very different reasons. <laughs> Like Faraway Paladin is just a good show, and Seed of Evolution was just—it was just refuge and audacity. The anime. Yeah, the thing is, um, both of those are, from everything I understand of them, uh, very faithful adaptations of their original series. And this one's original series was boring crap. Yeah, all right then. Faithful, keep faithful. Mm. <laughs> wow, look at look. At, Look at the key art on this next one. Good guy. Something about this key art has me wanting to watch this next show. Yeah, I know. I think, I don't I think on the left. I actually really like this series. <laughs> it's the two things on the left. How have you seen and read everything on this? Just everything. The you man does nothing else. But he only does is sit at work and read manga all day. Leaps, breathes. Pretty much. The unwanted, the unwanted undead adventurer, uh, Rent Fena has hunted monsters for the last 10 years. Sadly, he's not great at his job. Stuck hunting slimes and goblins for a few coins each day. His luck turns when he finds an undiscovered path. At the path's end, he meets his demise in the maw of a legendary dragon. But he wakes up as an undead bag of bones. He sets out to achieve existential evolution and rejoin the land of the living. I gotta say that sounds kind of neat. It actually is. It really is. Um... It's another one of those kind of like um, Banished from the Heroes Party, where it sounds a lot like the Isekai stuff, but it's not an Isekai at all. Everyone's native. It's just like he's, he's un- the undead part makes it sound a little oh, more yeah, interesting than the standard. It's character. actually really interesting. Um, there's there's a couple of really funny things they do with that later on that I really don't want to spoil, but it's actually worth watching. Um. It's not quite at the level of Banished from the Heroes Party, but think of it like a half step down from there. Uh, Gugsy it's, Boo or or Nay? That's uh, this is a this is a confused Boo adjacent. Boo is what I would say for this. <laughs> <laughs> boo, boo, boo. Okay. Uh, not, like not, not booing, sure but you're getting re- but you're preparing a boo in case you need it. Yes, yeah, exactly. I mean, it sounds. In, I gotta say, I, that sounds like just enough of a twist to make it right. That's where I'm like, I don't know if this is doing 
all of the same shit we've seen a hundred million times, but it's it's very close. Mm-hmm. It's it's not like um, the legendary hero is dead, right? Although I did like that show. But no, right, Tano, uh, you've read it. it uh, what really makes it stand out? Um, one of the big things that that stands out about it is it's got really good world building on it. Um, the 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 systems that exist are actually really well thought out. There's like three different types of magical energy, and usually most people have access to one of them. Um, some very rare people have two, and like it's exceedingly rare to find a person with three. He had all three before all of this shit happened, but like none of them were of at course. a usable level. They they were all really really low. And then so suddenly they we're are. We're talking like. Hmm? Well, then suddenly the, all three become super uh, powerful. No, it's actually not sudden at all. It, okay. It's just he he'd been stuck in the like they hadn't grown in like ten years of adventuring. Now they're actually growing at a normal rate, which because he has all three makes it possible for him to do all sorts of adventuring stuff that he wasn't able to before, and. Also, he's got some other new tricks due to, you know, being undead. Is yeah, I mean, I maintain this is a confused boo adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's actually real interesting. Um, the, is he the actually like a full-on skeleton or like... Uh, at first, yes. He, yeah. he actually wakes up as a skeleton and uh, like... Ambu- starts ambushing other skeletons because they don't expect him to attack them because he's another skeleton. Skeleton on skeleton crime. I hate to see it. Yep. Crimson's blood. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, we, got, we got some left. Hmm? You got anything else to say? No, let's move on. We're almost done. Well, at least with the main. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to we'll quickly go through right. the movies. And uh, the Witch and the Beast. Uh, let's see here. It all started with the 17 origins whose powers were passed down to individuals who still exist around the world today. A man carrying a coffin and a girl with the eyes of a beast appear in a town. The girl was once cursed by a witch and now searches for her in order to undo the curse. Is the witch who, is the witch who appears before them the quarry they've been searching for? And how can the curse be undone? This quest for revenge against an evil witch begins rolling when the beast captures the witch. The magnificent, this magnificent and intense dark fantasy begins now. Oof, that was that tells of... me nothing. Absolutely yeah. jack shit. Who's carrying a coffin, yo? And she got a little umbrella. Uh, okay, but this isn't going to stack up to Chica. Let's be real. Yeah. Well, you know, it's hard. That's that's a high bar, man. <laughs> Well, yeah, but you're bringing in a coffin. You have to be prepared for parallels to be drawn. I mean, to be fair, Chaika was not the was not the only show where a dude or someone hauled around a fucking coffin. Uh, what was it? Um, Gungrave. Gungrave did that. What's the one uh, by Clamp? did it for a while, I think. See, Blood. Blood did that. The dude in Guilty Gear has one? Yeah, the, 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 I mean, hell the anime, the of. history of carrying a coffin around is well established. Uh, right, and and this isn't going to stack up to any of those. Yeah, it just it doesn't seem like this description really tells you anything about it besides fan, uh, the fa- there is fantasy elements in the modern day. Oh sweet Jesus, this this studio, okay. And yet, even though it's set in the modern day, none of them have smartphones. They did Tawawa, Tawawa, the giant boob girl on the train. They did, they uh, did Kingdoms of Ruin. They did oh, Genius Prince. Shit. They did Azerlane Slow Ahead. 
Um, they did Lapis Relights. They did Mirutites, which is another hentai adjacent. Um, yeah, they they did uh, Sailor Man Saint, which they changed the name of, but that was a reasonably good show. They did fucking Kingdoms of Ruin, which is the most extra, over-the-top, no-fucks-given show I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's just, it is when? relentlessly horseshit in the most entertaining way. The, I, also there's an episode of that show where he guises out a girl's eyeballs and like swings them around like fuzzy dice. It's I swear to God. Okay. They're also doing another one later this year that I'm looking forward to, the New Gate. So we'll talk about that when that shows up. I got. Oh wait, New Gate. I was thinking of um, Sukiyo New Saga. Never mind. Yes, yeah, so this is. They're they're doing that one too, but that's that list uh, to be announced as the release date. We don't know well, when it, that's coming. Well, it got delayed, from what I yeah. remember. Well, this one at um, least Siyokte, feels like a wait and see. Siyokte New Saga is crap compared to the New Gate, in my opinion. But I don't we'll know. Talk about I th- both of those when they come. Yeah, but I honestly, anyway. I actually feel the diff- <laughs> the opposite. All right, it's well, okay which of the be <laughs> That's it. Next up, we have the wrong way to use healing magic. An ordinary, an ordinary walk home from school turns into an epic journey for Usato. Uh, after suddenly being dropped into another world with two fellow students, Usato learns he was summoned there by accident, but things turn around when he discovers a unique aptitude for healing magic. Now he trains beyond human limitations, using his self-healing abilities to gain absurd strength and unrivaled stamina. So this isn't a, a cheat thing. This is he's put through boot camp from hell by the most jaded combat medic you've ever seen that can, like, bench seven of him. Ooh. Okay. I don't know. Could be okay, but I don't know. Boo. Um, Boo? It's, it's actually really, really good and really funny. Okay. Is it I mean, I'll watch it. So. Fuck. I hope they don't fuck it up. It, it's hard to tell. This is from actually the key art. a really funny manga. Well, yeah, the key art doesn't look like CG. I'm looking at the no, thumb. It doesn't. Like it. If I go in, no, it's still pretty small. I don't know. Looks looks a little bit. Um. So we've got Shine Animation and Studio Ad, which is brand new. Mm. Um, Shine Ad... Oh, uh, guess what? This is the same studio that's doing uh, Dangers in My Heart. And okay, uh, sure good, then. Villain's Weekend, or Villain's hmm. Day Off. Well, it's not CGI, so, yeah, probably. No, and they're doing three fucking shows this season. Okay, cool. Dang. Learn from Mappa's example. Um, I don't think they're doing any of them alone, though. I'm looking at this key art, and I'm... I don't know if it's all of the dudes in the same, uh, like, dress, but it gives, it's giving me sports anime vibe, and this absolutely um, is not sports. Is, so those, is that going to an army or something? In, those dudes in yellow are the combat medic team, if I remember right. Um, and... They're all sort of, uh, they're all running under that same boot camp mentality. So, like, they're, think, um, think, like, delinquents that were going to be on their, on the path to Yakuza before they got recruited into the army and turned into a team of totally good guy combat medics that are still, you know, Yakuza level terrifying to normal people. Mm. Mm. All right. Mm. No, yeah, we all got a hmm. It's, collectively. <laughs> it's it's actually really funny. You you got to give it a spin. Yeah, it's one of those shows where like 
it could be good, but the con it, it won't sound good on paper, but it could be in, in the execution. It's you know really what I mean? Fucking funny. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely gonna try it. So let's move on to. I, I just show. I just saw the next one, and you fucking degenerates, you absolute degenerates, all of you. I love this next show. I fucking love this series. Are you talking about degenerates? Are you talking about all of you? Moonlit Fantasy yep. Season Two. Yes. yes, I can't believe it's got a season uh, two. Finally, I love this show. I can. Um, going to read the synopsis? Go read it. Yes, right. go. Season two. Uh, after Makoto uh, Misumi defeats Mitsurugi, spoilers, defeats Mitsurugi and Sophia Bolga, humanity is saved from uh, the attacking demon army for the time being. The goddess is aware of Makoto's growing power, and she sees him as less of a nuisance and more of a rival. Makoto continues his journey to further expand his community of outcasts and connect with more humans. But will he be strong enough to hold off the coming storm? That's not a typo, by the way. That's how they say humans in that world. That's right. Cool. It's supposed to be different. They they actually use um, katakana for human, whereas um, earthlings are ningen, which uh-huh. is actual Japanese word for humans. We all watch Death Note. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fuck yes. Yes, I love the show. Stuff. Yes. Yes. Um, it's one of the best going to be the high school arc. This is going to be the high school arc, but it things go pear-shaped immediately as far as the high school stuff, because, like, he thought he was getting enrolled as a student. And, um, there was a miscommunication and the entrance exam is not a student entrance exam. It's a teacher's entrance exam. Classic. Mm. Wait a second. Can I, can I ask the question? Absolutely. Because I, no. I think I'm confused. Is this not the show where the manga guy was like, I'm going to put every female character in their panties within like a chapter of them this appearing? not that one. No. 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 That's a different one. Oh. Yeah. That's Sugumomo. <laughs> Yeah, Sugamomo. Oh, a show I do love, by the way. That's I why I was like, show. you do, you do degenerates. No, I thought that was this one. That's the one oh. with the... Uh, it, that's the one with the Tsukumogami, where the, the insold objects... Yeah. Where everybody's weapons are sentient. That's a great okay. show, by the way. I know it's, it, it is, is degenerate, it's but it's pretty but fun. But it's absolutely degenerate. Yeah, I was okay. I was confused. I, I, I saw this, uh, the name, no, and... This is the one where um, he gets uh, summoned into the isekai as part of a contract his parents made with gods. And so Tsukuyomi, the, the god of the moon from Japan, is like, look, the world you're being sent to is kind of weird, and the goddess that your parents made a contract with is a total bitch, but let me try and help you out. Yeah, he gets summoned in, and the goddess goes, oh, you're ugly, and drop kicks his ass. Straight to the like the, the edges of the world, and he has to work it out for himself. And it's actually really, really good. It's great and, stuff. It has fantastically written female characters. Actually, like his two main mm-hmm. like companions are both like it's like a, a giant spider taking human form and a giant dragon taking human form, and they're both hilarious. Uh, yeah, because they're both total fucking wackadoodles. <laughs> they're totally um, the, nuts. The, the the dragon is obsessed with uh like Edo era period dramas and the spider <laughs> the spider is for the first time not starving and because of this she can actually taste food and so has become a complete fucking glutton. Yeah. One of my favorite parts is that they can like take his memories 
like out of his head and, and view them like TV shows. So like he said, the dragon's completely obsessed with like period uh, samurai drama. So she talks like a character out of one of them. It's really fucking funny. Specifically, uh, Mito Komon, uh, the the samurai detective that was out there uh, investigating for the shogunate uh, and taking out, you know, corrupt petty warlords that were, you know, getting too uppity and not governing correctly. This is a show that, by the way, can get really serious sometimes in a way that I appreciate it. Like, there was a, a human who, like, hurt several of the people under his protection, and he just fucking kills her on screen. No, like, no pullback on it at all. He just takes a knife and slits the bitch's throat right on screen. I was like, damn, I didn't expect that. And so. they actually discussed that. Like, that's, like, how, A, it's not normal, and, B, uh, like, excuse me, this is what just happened. Why shouldn't it be normal? And stuff. it's it's actually really good. Um, The world building is great. Um, the the characters are a riot. Uh, we we have the fucking forest oni who are an entire race of dark elves obsessed with bananas. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's um, it's it's in it's in the top tier of anime trash. Or, when uh, it mentioned Isikai. after M- Makoto Misumi defeats Mitsurugi and Sofia Bulgo, that was like the last episode of season one. It's that was a great point. fight, by the way. The, the animation in that fight was, was outstanding. Yeah. He basically dropped a nuke, a magical version of a nuke, near the end of the fight. More or less, yeah. I mean, he left, like, like, he created a lake. Yes. And uh, there's there's repercussions to that that uh, nobody's really expecting yet, partially because um, not many people actually, A, know who he is, and B, know who he is without the mask. And yeah, so it takes it takes a good while for anybody to actually connect that he is the person that did that. Yeah, like a running joke in the show is he has to wear a mask because to the humans of this world he appears incredibly ugly. Like to the point where they they actually think he's a monster and try to drive <laughs> him off. Yeah, when he showed up the first time, <laughs> the whole town freaked out. It's actually the, the like, other. It's a good show. The other fun thing is, um, the goddess gave the the. Uh, other summoned people, the the human language, and she didn't give it to him. She was like, "You will not communicate with, and more importantly, defile my beautiful humans." So here, take all the languages of all the other you know awful races that I don't care about, and get the fuck out of my face. And as you said, not only drop kicks him into the wasteland, drop kicks him like a mile up into the wasteland. <laughs> Uh, okay, we probably talked too much about this one, but I do love this show. I love this show. Oh, are you still awake? What happened? What are we talking about? Anime? Oh, yeah, yeah, we're talking about anime. <laughs> we just finished Tsukimichi. Move on. This <laughs> is the whole show. Uh, Urise Yasuda is coming back for second season. Uh, I like the adapt- adaptation of the first season. I'm probably going to watch Yeah, I'm going to watch the next one from David. Doc Kev will be excited about that. I was like, going to say, Doc Kev would never shut up about it. Old yeah. people love this show. Because it's hey. Joe. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. Like it, it is fun to see this like older property get like a new coat of paint and look better. A new remarkably bikini. New style. Still no lum nipples. Sorry, Doc. <laughs> well, someone had to say it. Yeah, this one doesn't. Yes, we're old. This one doesn't have a new season at all. It just basically reiterates the premise from the first one. 
So. I mean, that's what it is. It's just more Urusai Yetsura. It's not like there's a lot of plot and character development in that show. The, the classic uh, style <laughs> gag anime where you get like maybe three stories, maybe one, maybe three stories each episode. You know, just a bunch yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Like, like I said, it, and, yeah. if you're under 30, this kind of show probably seems not really weird, but this is like, this is how it was done back then. Day. It was the old days. Back in my day. Mm-hmm. Now we just need a remake of uh, Mason and Koku. I don't even know what that is. What? That was her show the, or her manga before this one, um, or after? Yeah. I think I think Masano Kyoko was her first, and then yeah. Rama was after this, right? Was Rama? I believe so. Yeah, then Rama, then Inuyasha, mm-hmm. and then Rinne. Sure that's correct. She unfortunately kind of lost her. She lost her fastball in that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, she made like four iconic. Inuyasha. She yeah. created like four iconic properties. That's pretty good for one career. Mm-hmm. Especially given how long each of them lasted, Jesus Christ! I know yeah, right? they did too a lot. Whereas nowadays, like, hey, you get thirteen episodes, and if it does well, maybe you'll get another season. No, because like, because right. Rama and Yasha alone are like what two hundred episodes combined each. Then, yeah, you had nothing to do with the sequel to Yasha, did you? I think I she was involved, know. but she wasn't the writer on it. And this yeah, show it wasn't right. It wasn't good. Oh, that, yeah, it was not good. Still going right. Yeah, yep. I think so. I wanted to like it. I just couldn't do it. I think yeah. I heard bad reviews. So I'm like, you know what? Eh. It's a Baruto. Stop talking about Baruto. I'm just saying, like, it's the, that's the, the flagship for these kind of... You don't... Not everything needs a sequel. You know, sometimes you just let the IP rest. Now, money, though. But Have you heard of money? Yeah, the numbers must go up. Yeah. Uh, next up, Speaking we have... numbers going up. Villainous level 99. I may be the hidden boss, but I'm not the demon lord. Uh, this co- college kid wants Yay. nothing more than a quiet life. So when she's reborn as Yumiela, 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 the hidden villainess of an Otome RPG, she's not exactly thrilled. She's still yearning for peace. She abandons her evil duties to live a more discreet life until her gamer side kicks in, and she accidentally reaches level 99. Now everyone suspects that she's the infamous demon lord. What future awaits her? This is hmm. another fun comedic villainous one. She yeah, but honestly, I think this is one of the weaker ones. Unfortunately, yeah, it's oh. it's not that great, but it's there's nothing wrong with it. It just doesn't, you know, reach the spectacular heights of some of the others. Boo. Yeah, yeah. Like the main issue with this one is that pretty much it's just very bland. <laughs> nothing. There's no tension. There's no like weird interesting stuff that really happens it's right just because kind of... she's that strong there's like no stakes yeah and no. she doesn't really have a personality at all except i gotta grind and then she okay. becomes like super powerful it's just like eh. rise and grind motherfucker yeah and it's not even not, like the gr- interesting kind of grind it's just like oh i just do this because i'm bored like i, I remember um yeah the more interesting version of this was of a manga i recently read where it's basically a speedrunner gets thrown into an isekai. Well, a speedrunner gets an isekai into a game he like speedruns, and he basically speedruns the game, and it's absolutely funny because the okay, world works on his speedrun. Which I think, one? Yeah, I think I linked because it in the manga like chat for a while back. It's the one with like the cat girl, and he beats the um, main boss way more in, like, the first cha- in the first chapter. Uh, what else? The one with the cat. Yeah, I, I know the one you're talking about. I just want to make sure everybody knows that there's a ton of those right now. Okay. 
<sighs> more yeah. Tomei stuff. Like, yeah, I, I, I gotta was... say it. Coming from me, it's ridiculous given how much isekai shit I watch, but I'm kind of fatigued of this genre. Yeah, I've been fatigued of this genre for a while. Give me VTuber shows. Oh, <laughs> um, I, I do want to point out, I don't remember, I don't think she's actually played the game that she's in, or if she has, she wasn't really in it for the Otome side of things. She did not give a shit. So, like, she's not super up on the plot and doesn't really give a fuck about it. I don't know if that helps you. Yeah, I, and, and for me at least, I was going to initially reject Rex Boo, but upon hearing further information about this show, I think this is definitely a Boo show. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, yeah, like part of it is like you know, there's going to be even more of these coming. Like, there's yeah. so many of these Atomi yeah. guys. There's so so many of them. And now, and now they're combining. Stuff from other shitty shows. Ugh, okay. We still haven't gotten the one where she just punches everybody, which is the one I wanted. Uh, again, we're, we're which one? Away from that. <laughs> I know which one you mean, but which one? The, you know which one I mean. I want that one. Yes. You, you every want problem the one gets settled with called punch, punch Princess. Yeah, where she just you know, solves every problem by punching things. I found that very amusing. Yes. All right, let's round this shit out. We got one more show. From Psy Games Pictures, Yuki ba- Yuki Bakuatsu Bang Bravern. That's a great name. Uh, Bang Brave Bang Bravern is set in a world where humanoid <laughs> armored weapons known as Titano Strider, uh, TS for short, are used in warfare. The story kicks off when troops from various countries converge in the island of Oahu, Hawaii. Oh, that's new. Uh, oh, that's cool. In- including the main characters, Ao. Ao Isami of the Japan Ground Self-Defense Force and Lewis Smith, oh, I love it, from the United States Marine Corps. Isami and Smith cross paths during battle, but suddenly their teams are attacked by an unknown enemy, scattering soldiers and sending their forces into disarray. In order to save their friends and survive on the deadly battlefield, they must fight with every ounce of courage and pride that they can muster. Second best the mecha. So, yeah, I guess bang, so. brave, Why bang, is- bravern. Holy shit. Um, why is Cygames Pictures doing an original source that sounds maybe it'll like be a game eventually? Game. They're branching out. I don't know. I mean, maybe this is an anime and then you get the game later? Yeah, kind of like Uma Musume. It's mecha, though, so I'm always, I'm always up for a good mecha. A good non-Gundam mecha. Mm-hmm. Yes, with the Titano Strider or whatever. That's a Titano Strider name. No, no Titano Schreiner. Oh. Yeah, Titano makes more sense that this doesn't work. Can't do it. TS for short. Yeah, you're you're not allowed to make that much sense. You missed a syllable. Yep. I don't I know. I mean, Side Games is a pretty good track record in anime. What does it? See, pretty good. Uh, it's hit and miss. Yeah, I mean, it has the highs and lows. Yeah. There, there's some really, really good stuff, but there's some. Very bad and mediocre shit as well. I mean, they did, you know, uh, Princess Connect, which is, I think is an amazing show. They also and did they do... the whole Rich Bahamut thing. But then they also did fucking Manaria Friends. Which okay. was, is a terrible uh, show, but did look Manaria amazing. Friends. Animation-wise, it was incredible. It was just the most boring and thing And they also made. they also did Grand Blue Fantasy, which, like, I love that game, but I god damn, that show. why did... 
I forgot uh, Hanks on that show. I thought it was perfectly fine. The, but he also the did Horse Girls, with, so everybody loves Horse Girls. The problem with, with Grand Blue is it's a faithful adaptation, and the actual main plot of Grand Blue is very, very boring for a very long time. It should have adapted when the sky, how the sky turns blue or whatever. That's the most popular story. Yes, absolutely. That shit was yeah, but, you, but you can't skip straight to that, right? You have to establish the character. Right. Like two episodes, you get there quick. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe season two, you get to like the really good side stories. But yeah, I agree. I play Grand Blue as well, and it's what a it's sometimes good. The the latest story stuff, the writing has gotten better. But like the first, I don't know, four years of Grand Blue was very basic fantasy fare. Wow, the first four years, Jesus! It's a ten year old game almost. So yeah, it's uh, it's been going a while. Anyways, yeah. Rick, you were you were you were dangerously close to insulting horse girls and. I, I was about to put you on, on notice. I did not insult horse girls. I was just stating that they're very popular. Careful. With a certain careful. subsect of our uh, community. You, 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 check, you, you, you check yourself. I know you, you believe that it's they're, the best. They're very popular with a certain sect of our community that is very wrong about very many things. That's this is incorrect. It's not necessarily correlation, but I, I've told I've been told that, pre, that Uma Musume Pretty Derby is the best sports anime ever, and I can't counter that opinion because I haven't actually watched it. So I'm just stating that this, these things are facts. Better than IQ? I don't believe it. Yeah, I don't know about that. Anyway. No, I mean, it is kind of neat how it's based on actual uh, horse racing uh, history. I think that's a neat little twist. Yeah, we have to find something. It's also better than IQ. But anyway. <laughs> I wish Dill was here for this one. All right, we got three TV shorts. Go through these quick. Uh, Hari, Ma- Hari Maware. That's about a dog. Some like. kid show. All right, moving on. Meito, Meito Isekai no you. What is this? You know? It's not the Isekai Onsen thing I thought it was. Okay. I've never heard of whatever this is. I'm. It doesn't sound very interesting. You're not still Let's reading the title off verbatim. You're actually talking about it, right? <laughs> Correct. I'm actually okay. talking about it. It's not the Isekai you thought it was. All right, well, it's uh, something about an Onsen. Um, it's isekai onsen. It's etchy. So yeah. RFO means around forty. So it's another fucking old dude reincarnated into a, you know, a world to play around with younger girls. Fuck it. Let's oh, move on. Hey, okay. I, I'm kind of tired of these. Um, yeah, I mean Shibai another season. Shibai, wow. Twelve. The show 12? just keeps on rolling. I thought it was the twelfth episode of an OVA. No, it's the twelfth season. Yeah, it just keeps uh-huh. rolling. Never hear anything about it, but somebody's watching it. Yep. Um. We could skip through the leftovers. This is just those that are continuing. More Freerin, yes, please. Uh, um, more Apothecary Diaries. More importantly, yes, yeah, I'm gonna yes. check that out. Uh, uh, movies. So we've got a new Doraemon movie. We've got a Haikyuu movie. We've got a Gundam Seed movie. Why? Um. Oh, we've got a Ya Boy Kong. Oh, it's a compilation film. Nah. Oh, we've got we've got Madoka Magiga fourth movie. Let's fucking Magiga. go. Oh, good. Maybe we'll fix the fucking uh, tragic ending of the last no, one. I, I, I wanted to build off of the, the fantastic ending of the third one. You're a baby, and you should get over it. The film will be an official sequel to the uh, Madoka Magica Hangyaku no Monogatari film that opened in October 2013. Wow, it took them long enough. Tagline on the new film's visual reads, now let's continue the story. Yes, ten years ago. Jesus Christ. Fuck, well, not based on a mobile game, at least. That's good. You got something by Polygon. But it sounds interesting, but it's by Polygon, so fuck it. Uh, no, it's by Shaft. 
No, 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 I'm talking about the other movie. Oh. Uh, Bloody Escape. It sounds interesting in the synopsis, but it's by Polygon, so I'll never try it. I do not trust Polygon. I can't handle their shit. I feel like you'd like Boko to Roboco. It is very, it does look very old. I will yes, say that. Very old. I don't remember the style, but it looks familiar. It's got a very, oh, it a it's kind of uh, aping Tezuka a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, I, I do have kind of a soft spot for that. That's fair. Going on this last section here, and you guys looking forward to any of these OVAs? Not really. I don't know what any of these no. are, to be honest. No. Well, uh, um, OVAs of, of these, uh, uh, Hero Academy. Yeah, one of these is from One Piece. What? Monsters, 103 Mercies, Dragon Damnation by Eiichiro Oda tells the oh. tale of Ryuma, the legendary swordsman that hails from the land of Wano in One Piece. Huh. Hmm. huh. Didn't look one of these is one. My Happy Marriage, but it's an unaired episode. Yeah, it goes with the... Uh, the light novel volume. My wife will be very upset to know there's an episode she can't see. Interesting. Well, I'll keep it. I mean, mind, yo ho ho. Yo ho. Yeah, I mean, eventually, right? It'll be available somewhere. Yep. Yeah. Well, that, that's not very, very many movies. This. That's the lightest content of movies I can remember. Maybe the winter season, you don't really yeah. get as many movies, you know. I can't believe they made a seed movie. Why don't give? Stop making trying to make seed happen. People like Seed. That's the one that everyone saw in Toonami it's, in America, it's right? The upcoming... Wing. Wing is the oh, one everyone saw in Toonami. Although I guess Seed was so, probably on Toonami. It's so bad, though. Seed's yeah, 20th anniversary was in 2022, and they announced it back then. Uh, we don't need to have anniversary things all the time. Just Seed is like, it might be my least favorite. Know. Like, even worse than Rican Geese and G. Um, of the th- of the Gundams I've actually watched, it's my least favorite by far. Ah, oh, it's bad. I mean, I I, I mean, I hate Terrible. Wing too, but Wing amuses me in certain ways. In Seed does not. I dropped Seed halfway through the first season. I could not stand that bitch. The the, the other thing that makes Seed just so much worse than some of the other Gundams, and I it's been said a hundred million times, and I'm sure you will agree with me, but that fucking art style, man. I hate it. I fucking hate it's it. It's so fucking bad. Like Scryed. Yep. Look at that art style. It's weird. Ugh. Yeah, but Scryed at least it was a fun action day. sequence. It was a yeah. fun action show. It didn't look great, but it was fun. Everyone this show is not fun. It's just bad. No, Seed is in no way fun. No way. All right, let's wrap this shit up. All right, what do we think is uh, the most exciting besides uh, Delicious in the Dungeon? What's the most exciting show, we think? Uh, I'd probably say Solo Leveling, since it seems like the most popular thing on any chart right now. But other than that, I'd say, uh, which Ma calls it, uh, Chain Soldier looks pretty good. Yeah, there's a lot. There, I was gonna say for this there's season, a there's a lot of lot real of, good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of really hype sequels, but there's also a lot of really glorious shit coming out there. Yeah, you got wedding rings. You got Chain Soldier. Yeah, there's a lot of pure garbage, and I can't wait to roll around in it like a dog. Yay. I can't. Believe, I still can't Chain believe. Soldier, there's instant death. There's fucking looking up to magical girls. How I can't believe that, that got a anime? show. I I can't I, I can't stress anime? enough that that show should and not be on regular there's television. There's peeps. There's tales of wedding rings. There's unwanted undead adventurer. There's wrong way to use Tomozaki. There's Tomozaki. I'm very hyped for I, Metallic I Rouge. Good this season. 
Yeah, I will, my most interesting show. I will say that this is actually a pretty sequel-heavy season compared to like the last season. And honestly, I'm not a huge fan of that because I generally like checking out the new stuff, and it takes me less time to actually start watching new stuff. Especially well, given there's a pretty yeah, solid number of originals stuff yeah. this season. So that's always good. Show, though that's some disappointing. Well, they gave him a break. But like, there's a lot. There's a significant number of originals this season, pizza. Yeah, that should help you. Definitely, I'd have to first finish a lot of the stuff that is currently airing, though. Hope you like villainous anime because they just keep coming. The, oh yeah. man, the, the one that I, I I just I told I, you guys and you laughed at me. No, I, I believed you. I believed you. <laughs> I I really want us to re record the uh, the section on Buchigiri after you guys watch that uh that trailer but uh <laughs> I, I guess i'll 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 enjoy it after we end here maybe next episode we'll have a re- revisit before it comes out yeah actually it might be out by then who knows depends on when we're going uh, mm. we yeah, don't forget the cold app uh, is also good. one airing in 26 days i don't think so no i don't think it'll be out by then and there, let's not forget the real hype show of the season uh mahjong oh absolutely so, off. Mm. Mm. But yeah, I uh, neglected to mention earlier, we had the collab up on the site and maybe the sequel guide, depending on when you're listening to this. So if you want to know what to watch after the season's over, we're talking about the fall season. Now you know. If you miss something, people, go back and check it out. There are people like our friend Kingsey who don't watch the season's anime until two years later. So yeah, we're, we're a useful weird. resource. Yep. Okay. We've gone on long. Thanks, guys, for doing the preview. Uh man, I usually have a list of names in front of me. Let me see if I can do this. I've been Hybrid Mink. Uh, thank you, Gugsy, Right Zeno, Requiem, and Pizza. There we got it. Yeah, we got everybody. Woo. Yep. Woo. Uh, we'll be back next time with maybe our first impressions of the new season. It's going to be right on the line, so we'll see. Uh, thanks and happy watching. Yep. And, bye. And don't bye. forget. Happy and holidays. don't forget. Don't eat the meatballs. <laughs> They're not kosher.